of the iHeartMedia Complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Wednesday, August 1st, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, of course. We'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And of course, we'll find many other things to talk about this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. That's one way to do it. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. We ask that you check that out. Send us a text on anything at any time. That's real mobile. 77031. We'll look at that text. We may use it on the air. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. That's real mobile. 77031. On the phones, uh, long-distance toll-free, 1-888-978-1041. For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in a few minutes. Yes, we sir. will work off that. Jack is with us. Pinkman is here as well. Later in the program, right after the news with Mo, of course, that bonus round of closest to the pin might be a good fortune for the rest of your life or bad luck for 24 hours. We'll see. Followed by Jack's audio file. We have the regular round of closest to the pin today. Today being Wednesday, we will talk with Scott Maxwell, who writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Shot Doctor comes in for Shot Doctor casting call. Plus, they've got something new for the Shot Doctor. I call it the Shot Doctor speed round. <laughs> we'll just throw out a bunch of uh, sports uh, you know, titles and have him respond, You know, maybe uh, three, four, five, and see if he can uh, Get it all in within 15 seconds on each subject. I think you can. Yeah. Then we got the five-minute professor today and a person, place, or thing to wrap things up at the end of the program. Big news uh, for those of you who are soccer fans, of course. Orlando will host another major sporting event next year, the 2019 Major League Soccer All-Star Game. This is a big deal, I think. Um, it'll be held at Orlando City Stadium, mm. according to uh, sources. And Atlanta is hosting the uh, the game. Is that tonight or tomorrow? Yeah, it's, or uh, All-Stars yeah. against uh, Juventus. Mm. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo will not be playing. But 70,000 fans are expected at Mercedes-Benz Stadium for the MLS All-Star Games. And uh, they'll have to put them in Orlando City Stadium. But what's the, what's the capacity for Orlando City Stadium? 20 25,000. 25,000, yeah. So yeah. it'll be good. That's a, it's just a... It's a it's, that's another feather in our cap, and uh, that's a great. You know, the thing about the you might say, well, maybe it's good to it's good soccer, but it's all around that stuff. It's the it's the five days that surround that uh, that brings in the money and brings in the fans and brings in the party atmosphere, and uh, it'll be good. It's just like an NBA All Star game. It's not like the Pro Bowl, but even the Pro Bowl, 
here in Orlando. You might say, Ugh, it's a lot of hoopla. Geez. But... Well, there's a lot of hoopla and there's a lot of stuff going on and there's a lot of partying. There's a lot of money exchanged and spent. And I look at the Pro Bowl and say, well, this is not the best football you've ever seen. But, you know, because guys don't want to get in there and get, get themselves injured. So a lot of the big stars. Yeah. But uh, that won't be the case, I don't think. And as, you know, I think you compare this more to NBA, the NBA All-Star Game, or even baseball. And the baseball All-Star Game, I think this past season, this past, when was it, a month ago? Yeah. Yeah. And it was a big deal. I think it got pretty good ratings, and uh, the you got the home run derby and all that kind of stuff. So, anyway, we'll see what happens there. I have a new theory. Oh, I th- I th- I now think that Rudy Giuliani is a double agent. I think he's really working for the other side. Oh boy, he is so dis- discombobulated. He does seem a little. Off. He is so. He is so. <laughs> no one that could be that out of it. The, off the <laughs> track. He's off the rails. Yeah. That he's he's a, he is in his own way attempting to sink the presidency of Donald Trump. Why? Because Rudy Giuliani wanted to be Secretary of State. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I do. He wanted to be Secretary of State. He didn't want to be Attorney General. He was shut out. He didn't get that either. He was shut out. So I think he's getting back at Trump. I think he's going out there and saying, well, yeah, and then there was a pre-meeting to the meeting, and nobody, and people are going, what is he, where'd that come from? I don't know. So everybody's spinning out of control. The president's spinning out of control this morning after that appearance last night in Tampa before, I don't know what the crowd size was, 10, 15, 25,000 goobers (laughs) over there. And uh, even the the audience, the, the rally, people at the rally were turning on the media. They were shouting and heckling. Well, they do it at all these I mean, rallies. It's really sad. Yeah, they turn around and, uh, you know, they give them the finger and this and that, whatever. And, uh, and then, you know, they call fake news. And whenever you, whenever you come up with one of these uh, goofballs, you know, converts with them, well, what's tell me the fake news story. They, they can never do it. It's just fake news. I mean, it's all fake news, which is essentially an insult thrown at the media because they don't like the media because they're so in love. They're part of this Trump cult. They're so in love with this guy that they just can't even imagine that he could say anything wrong. So therefore, now they don't trust the media. And I was thinking right before we went on there, I said, I'm going to make a quick list. I only have a couple of minutes about where the media, where the free press in this democracy, you know, in a very, just in uh, just in the past few decades, as a matter of fact, I mean, it was uh, was was Watergate reporting fake news? Was uh, the Russian tampering fake news? Was the was Vietnam and the Pentagon Papers uh, fake news? The My Lai massacre? Uh, let me think. Hold on, Iran Contra fake news? Uh, Flint, Michigan, uh, lead in the water fake news? I don't think so. Um, in Florida, we had uh, major stories about. Right off the top of my head, the exoneration of death row prisoners in the state of Florida. Uh, we can go to Penn State. How about the Penn State Jerry Sandusky child, uh, you know, child molestation story? That's fake news. No. Enron, fake news. Bernie Madoff, fake news. Damn Weapons right. of mass destruction, fake news. The Do- back to Florida, the Dozier School in the, in the Panhandle, the child abuse and the missing children from the Dozier School, fake news. Mm-hmm. Right here in Orlando. Uh, the Orlando Sentinel, I believe, back in the early 1990s, 92 or 93, won a Pulitzer Prize for reporting on the unjust seizure of millions of dollars from motorists, uh, most of them minorities. 
I mean, you could just go on and on and on. So we, you hear these, you hear these knuckle brains, you know, throwing out fake news. You just went, what are you even talking about? You know, don't even pay me. You know, I said no. yesterday, I'll repeat it again. Never lower yourself to the level of an imbecile and get in an argument with them because they'll beat you with experience. Mm. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you, all you have to do is take a look at these uh, at these goobers, mm-hmm. you know, on the news that are flipping uh, flipping off Jim Acosta with CNN. Excellent. Just take a look yeah. at them. I mean, take a look at them. And, you know, certainly I wouldn't propose uh, that we do anything about it. But do you think that we'd really that, you know, in some cases, maybe in the back of your mind, you might say, Geez, I don't know if those people should be allowed to vote. You know, just not. Oh, well. You know, I mean, you know, take it with a grain of salt, no. Right. It's just a joke, all right? Okay. But you look at him and you go, geez, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, uh, I guess. All right. Well. <laughs> takes all kinds. Yeah, right? it takes all kinds. Mm-hmm. You know, they got there waving their Confederate flags outside of wherever Trump was last night. You know, he's pumping up the candidacy of Ron DeSantis. You know, that uh, that uh, conservative knuckle brain from Congress who wants to be the governor of Florida. We've got to do everything we can to get a Democrat in Tallahassee. Uh, you know, with any luck, maybe, I'm going to say this in a weird way, maybe uh, Rick Scott will defeat uh, Bill Nelson. At least we'll get him out of the Sunshine State for a while. Anyway, moving right along. So we got that, this, that, and whatever. I mean, I'm going to make a list. You know, if you have any ideas about great, uh, you know, uh, works of journalism, let's say over the past 20 or 30 years, you know, just text us at realmobile seven seven zero three, and we'll add them to the list. So every time that somebody's all oh, fake news, yeah, well, what about this? Was that fake news? Was this fake news? How about that? Did they do a good job here? Did they do a good job there? What about Ronan Farrow with uh, Harvey Weinstein? Thank you and all very much. A very good example. Thank you, Mr. Pinkman. Good, yes. uh, good observation. Yeah, the Me Too movement. That was journalism. That was hard work, and there's nothing fake about it whatsoever. Thank you, Ronan Farrow, and all the women. You know, it was Ronan Farrow who uh, coughed up the story about uh, Les Moonves of uh, over at CBS. You know, this is hard work by people. And I was a reporter for a number of years, radio reporter, not newspaper. And uh, I never got any, you know, I think there are people out there who think, well, I guess the bosses tell these reporters, this is the way we want the story to uh to, to read, you have to put a liberal slant to it, okay? You do everything possible no. to put... <laughs> no, it doesn't, doesn't happen. happen. You've got to be aware when you pick up a newspaper, if the, if any of these slack jaws over in Tampa were pick, ever pick up a newspaper mm-hmm. anymore, that you have to be aware whether it's reporting or whether it's on the editorial page, whether it's a letter to the editor, whether it's listed as commentary or whether it's listed as news analysis. Get smart. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. She's got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. There's more, there's more, there's more. From around the globe to around the block, there's something special for ya. There's more, there's more, there's more. She's got the news that ain't Time for the news. Here's Mo. Oh, well, if you would like to save a couple of shekels, this weekend is sales tax holiday in Florida. And the governor will be promoting this weekend's back to school sales tax 
holiday. Starts actually on Friday and runs through Sunday night. Parents and students can save sales tax on a a bunch of weird things. Well, not weird, but clothing for sure. Shoes, footwear of any kind. Uh, Well, not any kind. Certain accessories selling for $60 or less per item. Uh, Like a, what would accessories be? Um, Pocketbook or... Jewelry, I don't know, accessories, scarves. Are notebooks and pencils, are Watches. they tax-free uh, well, too? Or? I did get, I'm getting to that. Certain school supplies. I get one of those European pocketbooks, you know. Oh, it's a purse. Men. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, really. A purse. Yeah, I want one of those. Uh, yeah. That's very, very uh, European. It's I a man so purse. I am so mad. I already spent 50 cents on this composition notebook. I okay. could have saved three and a half cents. You could have saved it. Now it. You, I have a whole carton of those things if you want some. Deal. Deal. I'll take some. What, you get them at Costco? How do you get a carton of them? You got them at Staples or whatever. Hey, you want to buy the this. crate or buy the box? Put a big old box. I needed a box of them. Wholesale. Make a lot of notes. Certain school supplies, Jim, <laughs> selling for $15 or less per item. So that's for sale One as pencil. well. Yep. Uh, no, no. Pencils aren't $15. Oh, they you can have a be. Pencils yeah. Yeah. No, no. Mechanical you, pencil. You want the number two? Architect's pencil. No, I don't oh, think yeah. even they're $15. Oh, you want a good one? You want a Mont Blanc pencil. <laughs> I don't think that even comes in a pencil. Well, maybe it does. Yesterday, I told you a story, and it got everybody all agitated about the Orange County car full of teenage boys that went all the way up to DeBarry, broke into a gun place, smashed the door and got in, smashed the case and took 18 guns, drove all... And the Orange County deputies are following them up, and they're following them back, and once they crossed... Volusia County, County, Seminole County, back to Orange County, then they arrested them. Something wrong with us. Well... That's what Mike Chitwood thinks. Mike Chitwood is sheriff of Volusia County, where the crime occurred. He's torqued. He is absolutely very upset. I don't nice blame guy. him. He's, he's a I re- like him a lot. Re- really good. He can carry off a mustache. Very that few men true. can carry off a mustache. Mike Chitwood, he rocks a mustache. I mean, th- think about growing one. Oh, that's not working yeah, for yeah. you. No. Oh, you can do Your it. wife won't you tolerate permission? it. No, no, she never said anything about a mustache. She, she will. I had a mustache when I met her. She'll say it. Don't go, worry. Go full on John Waters. See what she says. Oh, like a little one? Yeah, like a little one. And this one? Yeah, like, yeah, like a little Yeah, well, he draws his on. Yeah, All right, listen. Let me get back to Mike Chitwood. Speaking of rocking the mm-hmm. mustache, Mike Chitwood has a bone to pick with Orange County Sheriff's Office and Jerry Demings for allowing this to go on. Uh-oh. He does not like the fact that Orange County deputies followed the car into Volusia, watched five teens break into the store and steal 18 guns, then followed them back to Orange before arresting them. The sheriff, Mike Chitwood, uh, his main beef, I guess you would say, is that the Orange County deputies never notified or requested assistance from Oops. Volusia. Instead, yeah, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> they actually asked them to stay away. Here's what we're, I don't know if they told them, but they said, just stay off. Stay away. No. Orange County Sheriff Jerry Demings said. not their said, jurisdiction. Well, Jerry Demings didn't really apologize, but he did praise Mike Chitwood as a great community partner. You had a responsibility. You had a responsibility yeah. to Let contact the Volusia County Sheriff's right. Department. Say, look, we're working this case, can, you know, blah, 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 yeah. and see if uh, yeah, Chitwood yeah, yeah. would agree or not. And who's no. going to pay for the damage to the gun store? Well. I bet the gun store got, got op- operators by. Well, thanks a lot. Who's going to pay for that, uh, you know? Jerry Demings not only praised Chitwood, but he backed up his deputies, saying they made the right decision that resulted in the safe apprehension of a group of serial burglars. Serial burglars? They're not yeah, stealing they cereal. Lucky Charms? No, they're not stealing no, cereal. I mean, like, they're repeat burglars. Oh, yeah. They're repeat, like a serial murderer. Captain Crunch. No, mm. no, no, no. They, they're repeat burglars. offenders. Burglars. I bet they're not stealing grape nuts. No one likes that No, stuff. that's horrible. It's like park bench food. It's a lot of calories in grape nuts. That's why I stopped Any eating granola. them. Any granola. Oh, you thought they were healthy, but they're not. 
I did. I thought mm. they were healthy. So it's got to be healthy because they taste like caca poopy. Right. I mean, it just, it's like yeah. eating rocks. No, so it's got to be good for you. Makes you poopy. No, really high in calories. World's worst plot All right. twist. D- Chitwood is mad at Demings and Orange County because of this whole thing we told you about him. yesterday. And Demings doesn't really apologize. He says Chitwood's a great guy. He's not going to apologize. You're running for mayor. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right. Now, now this, this will make all Floridians a little annoyed. So if you're, you're currently a Florida resident, listen up. The origin, Jim, of the key lime pie is in dispute. And that has some folks across our state, specifically in the Florida Keys, very upset. There's an author who claims in her book about iconic American desserts that the Borden Company invented the key lime pie recipe in New York City in 1931 to sell more sweetened condensed milk. No. Yeah, where they get the prim- key limes? A prime ingredient in key lime pie. It's key limes. But it's expert- a key lime pie. Mm-mm, they use juice. But experts in the Florida Keys say the pie was a staple in the island chain well before this condensed milk controversy When did they say, they, when did they say that the uh, whatever came up with it in New York? Author Stella Parks claims it was in the, the recipe was invented by Borden in New York City in 1931. Yeah, right. But the Key West folks say their research proves differently. They say the key lime pie, their claim to fame, was perfected in the late 1800s by a woman named Aunt Sally who was a cook for a Key West millionaire. Big controversy. Did Borden invent it in the 30s in New York or did this maid come up with it in... Uh, well, did she use condensed milk? No. When did... Milk, excuse me. Mm. When did condensed milk? Borden, uh, I don't know. When was that uh, placed on the they market? They wanted to sell more. Or condensed milk, milk of any kind. I don't know. Because uh, you have to yeah. use condensed milk, milk for key lime and pie. And Borden yeah. makes condensed milk, so they came up with this cockamamie well, recipe. why? Yeah, man, hold on. Shh, time out. Ugh, okay. Up the goofballs. Let's see. Uh, so when did Borden's Borden. start marketing condensed milk? 1853. They wanted okay, to they sell more. 1864. They con- constructed the New York Milk Condensary. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, we've got some controversy now. They ran into a little bit of a lag in sales. They came up with this recipe for key lime pie. What would they call push. it? I bet they didn't call it key lime pie. Probably not. Well, if you didn't call it key no, lime no, pie. No, they did. They did? Well, they called it key lime pie? That's BS, yeah, Borden's. Where, where's Jimmy Buffett? Yeah, that's... Oh, don't talk about him. He doesn't live in the Keys. He uh, lives in Palm Beach. Okay. I would, too, if I had $600 million. This is quite the controversy. <laughs> you know. Well, it's just a bunch of bunk. This author says, in her book, which is called Brave Tart, Iconic American Desserts, that the Borden Company actually invented the recipe. Brave Tart? Isn't that cute? That's funny. It is cute. Mm. <laughs> she says they invented the recipe for key lime pie in New York City in 1931. Simply to sell more condensed milk. No, 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 no. You, know, you have to dig deeper into this. You have to find. Well, what did they call that pie? I bet you they didn't call it key lime pie. Well, we could talk to Stella Parks, who wrote the book. I don't, don't want to talk to her. I'm just saying. I'm just. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, don't be sorry. There might have been 15 people in the in in Key West. Well, it was pretty. No, it was pretty busy there in the 1850s. Sorry, I'll take that back. <laughs> Hemingway and all. When did he get there? Oh, he was the 20s, 30s, oh. 30s, I think, 40s. Mm. Then he went to Idaho and blew his brains out. Oh. Friends in the family, you know. Let me take a little break. When we come back, more news with Mo, the birthdays, the food, then that bonus mm. round of closest to the pin on Real Radio 104.1. Hey, don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at the top of the hour. 
Uh, there's a report out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Roman Catholic Diocese on Wednesday identified 71 priests and other members Uh-oh. of the church who had been accused of child sex abuse. And that's one diocese. They have five other dioceses in the state of Pennsylvania under investigation. Come on. Gee, how strange. What a strange story. All Let's right. get back to the no. news. Here's Mo. Oh, boy. Sorry. Never heard this one before. I... Jim, today we flipped the page. Today is August 1st, 2018. Yeah. It's 8-1-18, and that's the same thing backwards and forwards. 8-1-18 is 8-1-18 backwards. Anyway, today is National Raspberry Cream Pie Day. I don't know why. Wasn't ra- it Raspberry it Pie was Day Raspberry like cake. No, it was cake day. What kind of cake? Yesterday raspberry was raspberry cake. cake. It must be in season then. Huh? I guess so. Raspberry cream pie today. And I, as I look I, through. I, I don't know what that is. As, what part don't you understand? Raspberry cream I pie. I understand. You know I just said banana, I don't know what okay. it is. I've never had any. Substitute I for. I want any. Substitute banana. You know what banana cream pie is, right? I do. I like it. Okay. Substitute the bananas for raspberries. You got what that is. It's raspberry cream pie. All right. Well, Condensed milk. Did you bring no, some no, for no, everyone? No. no it's, then why bring it up? It's the day. That's what. <laughs> that's strawberry cream pie. Uh, I don't know. It's not this day. No. Mm-mm. And I, as I'm sort of scanning the month of August, there are several other raspberry items. And I'll just tell you, as a little bit of a, it must be oh, raspberry spoiler season. Spoiler alert. All right. Don't say I didn't give you a little preview. All right. That's it? That's the only food today? That's it. Raspberry cream pie. Yeah. It's a good time. I, f- I picture it cold on a southern porch with a glass of lemonade. It sounds like a thing you eat on a on a porch swing Ooh. in the with summer. Lemonade, though. With I, lemonade, that's uh, a lot of sweet. Yeah, is. that'll hurt your teeth. It seems cool though. It seems yeah. like cooling. With a, you know, yeah, it's a cool pie. I seems like a yeah, cool, I agree cool. with you. Okay. I think it's a cool pie. Right. One cool it's like lemon meringue, you know. It's just yeah, kind of cool summer. Ooh, mm. yummy, refreshing. Rhubarb. Yeah. Now you ruined it. Nope. It, that's a that's good a pie. Good, no, that is a good pie. Nasty sauce. You never had any. No, group. I never did. It's the name, right, Mo? Yep. Yeah. I, I'm with oh, you. Oh, you people. Jack and cheese no. curds. Yeah. You know, oh, that's it. Cheese curds. Oh, what a bunch of... Jeez. Yeah. Clot, clotted cream. Oh, another... No. That's good stuff. It is. See, it might be... But on branding, sorry. Uh, crumpet with a strawberry. Branding That's good is stuff. everything. Yeah. Oh, branding, shy. Branding is everything. They need a new ad agency. <laughs> Would you eat blood sausage? No. Ooh, that's good, too. It is good. I won't even have a blood orange. Oh, that's a good time, actually. That is good. Uh, I'd rather have blood sausage. No. Same. They serve that in an English breakfast. It's yash. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Salty, <laughs> delicious. <laughs> no. It's your raw. Some of those tomatoes, it, 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 you know, nasty. those runny eggs. Mushrooms. Oh, boy, there that you go. really sounds fantastic. Get your rod out, your hangover. T- we- uh, uh, Big old listen. fatty bacon. Oh, yeah. That's some good stuff. Beans t- on toast. Mm, yeah. Also, another nasty breakfast item. What? That's, oh, come on. That's, that's on a- the plate in an English breakfast. Oh, horribly nasty item. You, you know, don't drink a, enough. A horrible breakfast item. <laughs> Everything served <laughs> in England. True. <laughs> Horrible breakfast item. Every item, every item on the breakfast menu is awful. Yeah, no, so. you stick to your Fruit Loops. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Watch your cartoons. The yeah. week I was there, all I ate was chips. Meaning French fries or right. chips? You, oh, you, you don't know. You didn't get out of the caravan. That <laughs> no, was the big. You know, I know you well, didn't. You just didn't know what what was in store. You didn't prepare for going over there. Because he didn't know what to eat? This was before he's the internet. A, he's in a caravan. He's in a... A trailer. Yeah. A trailer. Basically yes. a trailer. He's Out right. with the gypsies and the travelers and all the... You know. You're you, not wrong. You met gypsies? I did. Ho, ho. Were they... pick up trash with David Sedaris. Were they really, really flimsy clothes <laughs> no, and they, lots of... They look, like, they look like normal people. Hmm. Well, they're normal yeah, people, but seen... I'm asking about their clothing. But they Nothing had, normal about them at all. But they had an accent. Hey, you like Dags. 
Everything was like, sign here. Oh, no. At New England gypsies. Jim, President. <laughs> Jim, the Trumpster. Yeah, good, he, good English breakfast. Uh, that is mm. gross. Okay, look, come back to me. Come back and focus. What would you rather have? As we talk about the, what? If you're in England, what are you going to eat for breakfast? What do you I, want? Croissant? No. Or go to Paris. I had it. I didn't like it. I had it in every city in Ireland. I had it in London. I had it. It was an Irish breakfast is good too. It's oh, yeah. nasty. It's uh-huh. gross and nasty. It's a lot of the same items. I don't mind telling you. I still think you don't drink enough to enjoy it. It's a good. Maybe it's a good hangover meal. Oh, that's it, what it's for. All right. Well, less. You're right. Hi, <laughs> Jim. The Trumpster was in Florida yesterday. Yeah. And today, well, he's a piece of work. <laughs> Today, he accuses uh, U.S. Senator Bill Nelson of putting criminals before American citizens. Okay, sure. Uh Uh, The president said that about our senator when he was in Tampa last night. He was rallying support for Governor Baldy. Now, Trump blasted Nelson for joining with Democrats in blocking what's called sanctuary city legislation. Uh, which is, it's also called Kate's Law. Hey, why don't you, uh, Trump slack jaws, wear that uh, Make America Great Again hat out there? Mm. All you do, you put them on when you're at the rally, but once you get out of that rally, you I'm take them off, don't you? embarrassed, you know. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. You know, like-minded people get together, and we can flip off the, 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 you know, the news media, stuff, yeah. you know, and call them all names and this and that and whatever, and wave, our conf- wave your Confederate flags and all that kind of stuff. You don't see any Trump stickers. On cars, hardly ever. Never see anybody with one of those hats out in public. Gee, I wonder why. So embarrassing. Please. See these goofballs? Yesterday. Hey, you're I, not wearing your truck. What the hell? You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. fake news, Jim Costa. Who do you think you are? How dare you question the president of the United States? <laughs> I I don't think they understand the difference between a reporter and, and an, a pundit. I don't think they understand anything about journalism. I don't no. think they, I don't think, no. I think a lot of them don't know how to read. Oh, stop it. Now, when you, have you ever had a, watched a pay-per-view well, okay, fight? okay, they read, but stop they just don't read very well. Listen, let's not cast everybody in one bucket. I'm sure everybody there is not a, you know. Yeah, they're still getting their subscription to the Reader's Digest or Grit. No, or TV Guide. Who gets Boys TV Guide life. anymore? Listen. All right, let's not brush, you know, paint everybody who's in the Trump bucket as a with a broad brush. Why they're not? not all, because they're not all like that. That's why. Yeah, I think they are. No, you should be able, no. No, I, I honestly don't believe that. Uh, I honestly, deep in here, do not believe that they're all like that. I do. Toothless wonder. No, you don't. Oh, I don't believe they're all toothless. Mm. Some of them are pretty good dentures. God bless America. <laughs> okay, let's move along, <laughs> shall we? You, Both barrels today, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Notice how it's like good cop, bad cop in here. Yeah. I, I'm I, trying to bring you back to some kind of normal. I'm not going to call them out and out racist, but <sighs> all of them are bigots. Oh, my God. Seriously. I'm very sensitive to bigots, but I don't think every Trump supporter is a bigot. No, oh, I do. Stop I, it. That's how that's you know. That's I wrong. do. I don't see how you could how you couldn't be labeled that. No, they could be women haters, but I don't think they're bigots. misogynist. Yeah, but I don't think they're bigots. Well, they, they call it kind of hand in hand. They could hate Latinos, but they're not bigots. They could hate the veterans. They could hate the veterans. You just said they could hate disabled. Latinos, but they're not bigoted. Yeah, they could hate disabled people, veterans, but they're not bigots. Sure, they're bigoted against veterans. Oh, okay, got it. I was I started the clock uh, until the Texas started coming Texas in. I don't give a crap. Texas, uh, uh, Texas. <laughs> Texas. I don't care what Texas. they have to say. All right, listen. Can we can we focus here for a minute? But they're, they're, they're essentially a bunch uh, of numbskulls is what they are. Oh, here we go. You know? I tried. 
I tried. Yeah, ask him. Maybe so, fake news. Just give me an example. I'm just want to know what the example. What Benghazi. <laughs> yeah, Jim. Text pro- me, you know, and tell uh, me what the what the fake news. I'd yeah. like to know because they keep yelling that stuff out. I know. You know, with their uh, MAGA hats on. Listen. That they won't wear in public. No, okay. Because they know they'll be shamed. Oh, my God. Listen, you you got to just stop. You can't let this get under your skin and get They're into your soul. They're a democracy is what they are. Mm. Okay. I think probably every damn one of them might be a Russian agent. You're now calling names <laughs> to people who are calling names to you. Just, it doesn't do any good. It's like, it's like a playground battle back and forth. Just stop. It doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help us have a dialogue this when you call them. Day. When you call her yeah, them names and they call you names. I think we and ought you to pass a law. Have a law that says uh, that we have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to check their passports. I bet each and every mm-hmm. damn one of them has got like uh, Leningrad mm-hmm. or Stalingrad mm-hmm. or Moscow on it. Yeah, <laughs> even Uh-oh. Kiev. Yeah, exactly. That's Ukraine. Mm-hmm. 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 I got photographs with their arms around Paul Manafort. <laughs> <laughs> but I love him. Mm. Stop picking on Paul Manafort. He didn't do anything wrong. He just took $60 million and diverted half of it into secret uh, bank accounts. All right. Yeah, you can't get mad at a man who has an ostrich uh, sport coat. Mm. Jim, President Trump did play the hits. I'd love to have one of them, too. You know, too. I've had it now. I've had it. I've had, I have stories here. All right. Sorry. No. Not really, but. No, you kind of, you really, really need to stop. I'll tell you nothing better than giving uh, a flip in the finger to Jim Acosta. Man yeah. made my day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today's the deadline, Jim, for all public school districts in in Central Florida and throughout the state, actually, yeah. to complete a security risk assessment, part of a new law passed in the aftermath of the Parkland school shooting on Valentine's Day. Law enforcement officers have to walk through every school in the district and look for ways to make each building less vulnerable to intruders. That information has to then be provided to the school board, for a vote on how they fix any problems, they will discover that deadline is today. So if you're, you know, the, the police, the law enforcement, the deputies, the, the, the city, sh- they all have to go through every single school in the district. Well, they get that done before, you know, those uh, babies from Latin America, mm-hmm. Central America will be reunited with their parents. This happened to me. This next story will almost happen to me. That's another story. Thanks to the media. Remember, I told you when I got to Jacksonville, so and the Trump I, administration. Oh a my bunch God! Of, a bunch of okay. child abusers. Some days I have a lot of patience. Well, that's what for they this. are. They're but child some abusers. Days I don't. Anybody who says this is a good idea to separate children from their mm. parents, I happen to believe they're child abusers. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just give me the high sign when you're done. Just, just wave, send up a flare, or something, because I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. I, every time I try to divert you, you go go crawling right back into that hole. I don't Just, care what story I'm you out. have. I can connect it. Yeah, okay. To these uh, to these people. Uh huh. Accused cop killer Marky Lloyd is in an Orange County courtroom today. Basically, he's got a new attorney, and they're trying to figure out what the status is. Marky Lloyd is the one that killed a police officer and perhaps his ex girlfriend. I think he did murder her for, you know, but yes, anyway. Charged with it, yeah. And then when they finally found him after a manhunt around the city, uh, somehow the cameras turned off and he got his eye kicked out. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, we saw the kick. We did. But we didn't see the aftermath of the kick. We don't really know where the kick Until later. Yeah. Mm. When we saw him with a patch on his eye like a pirate. I lost his eye mm-hmm. because of that kick. Mm-hmm. What happened to that policeman? I have no idea. Uh, I don't know either. 
Uh, it turns out that he's in court today. They're talking about a lot of things, including when the real trial will begin. Speaking of court, keep an eye on Austin, Texas, to see whether they um, allow the slander libel lawsuit to uh, continue against, uh, against uh, what's his name? Oh. Alex Jones. Oh, yeah. He's a cool Alex Jones, the latest one from Alex Jones. Yeah, that fat slob. Ah. He's, You're uh, not supposed to call people fat, remember? Well, he is. He's a fat slob, as a matter of fact. Why well, would prefer you say wide load? He's now accusing uh, Robert <laughs> Mueller to be part of some child sex ring. Oh, no. I knew it. He told that was the Hillary Pizza th- story. Well, Fidesz. I'm he's, protected by the First Amendment. i got a right to an opinion. He's dragging that out again? That's an old, tired... No, that's the Hillary. Mm-hmm. The latest thing yeah. is Mueller. Mm. Stupid. He's not the brightest. Look. Well, the th- the fact of the matter, that's the, you know, the, the worst part is there are actually people who... Listen to that that crap and believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, like the like the fool who showed up at the pizza parlor With in Washington and yes. shot up the store, right? He because he bought into some ring. store that Hillary Clinton was part of some sex uh, child ring. sex ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where do these people come from? Well, I heard Alex Jones talking about it. It looks to it me has like, to be true. Uh, we may be in the market for a new attorney general if uh, President. Trump's tweets have anything to say about it. Uh, He tweeted today that he wants uh, Jeff Sessions, the attorney general of the United States, to end the Russia investigation, even though he is recused from doing so. I can't do it. I know. Uh, The White House press secretary, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, says, no, that's not an order. It's merely an opinion. He's losing it. He knows they're closing in on him. If not him, uh, he knows that something's going to happen with uh, Click or Clack or whatever their names are. You know, his sons. Who? Oh, that. You know, Heckle or Jekyll. Beavis and Butthead. Now get it right. And, uh, you know, and Stone. No. You know, they'll probably go. Mm-hmm. And maybe Kushner. Oh, that would be good. I don't think Donald Trump would mind too much if Kushner was no. charged. Put the put the Jewish boy in the jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's that. Uh, Today, the president seems to have gone a little bit like he's very emotional today. Uh, He's tweeting like a crazy man, saying specifically that he should get rid of his attorney general, that his attorney general should fire Robert Mueller. He said that this ongoing uh, Russia investigation is a, quote, rigged witch hunt. And he is off the rail today. For some reason, he's a little bit testy. He doesn't quite get it, does he? I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is that the Paul Manafort trial is on speed dial. They are zooming through this thing like nobody's business. A rocket docket. Uh huh. That's still what think they he's call the Virginia, the Virginia um, d- area. They say everything in that department zings right through. There'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be a deal. Golly, he does have a little bit of time. He's going to gonna watch this mm. and say, "Oops." Yeah, they have too much on mm. me here. Mm. Uh, as a matter and the president would actually, does anybody really think that, well, maybe he would, the president would pardon a tax evader? Actually, the president says. Why would he pardon a tax evader? Why wouldn't he? Why would he? Well, we don't even know well, what's what in his taxes. Because he was a great American. Because he's a tax and evader. And we're, we're treating him worse than Al Capone. That's what he said, Al Capone, right here. I had it. I swear I had it. <laughs> You so, can read the tweet verbatim. Mm-hmm. It's right there. He says he's being tre- Manafort's being treated worse than legendary mob boss Al Capone. So is well, that- now you know the president's a liar. I don't know. Of course. We can prove he doesn't say factual things. That part's pretty obvious. Fake news. 
He says two plus two is seven. We know it's not true, but when you call him on it, now all of a sudden you're fake news? That's no. A, that's liberal math. He says the sky is purple. We look up hey, and Hey, settle down, okay? Oh, okay. Now, <laughs> is, I've, I've had that. We got so excited about that. Seriously. What a roller coaster. This guy <laughs> is, you know, has gotten on my last nerve. Who, who are you talking Trump. about? Trump. He was at the fairgrounds. Hey, I yes. thought you were the good cop. Now yeah, you're bad well, cop again. That was then. This is now. Now he's also bringing out Six the hits. He's ago. saying stuff like, oh, we're not going to have a war on Christmas. It's July. Uh, yesterday was yeah, July. Today's Christmas August. July. A war on Christmas. A war. He's bringing that old dusty one out <laughs> All there. you have to do is go into any store. Uh, go into Walmart on Labor Day and you'll see Christmas, Christmas. crap out there uh, for sale. I know. But they say happy holidays and that's somehow a war on Christmas. That's a lot of poppycock is what that is. Well, what's wrong with saying happy holidays? Nothing. He says that implies there's a war on Christmas. I was saying that at my first job when I was dealing with the public because I'm like, I don't know what they celebrate. Everyone has a holiday. I'll just say happy holidays. That covers the Jews, the Muslims. Oh, wow. You can say, oh, you can, you can, you can combo it. You can say Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. You can just say Merry Christmas. You can say Happy Holidays. Really, this is what we've come to? This is what he does. <laughs> we're going to say Merry Christmas again. No. Yeah, he says we're bringing Look, it back. You can't force me. Mm-hmm. He's going to. No, he's putting it in the books. Send me he's, to the gulag because I don't say Merry Christmas. Along with all the media people that you love huh? so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Now, do you remember his first press secretary before Sarah? Well, actually, two before Sarah. Spicer. Yeah. Spicy. He's got a book. Yeah. Spicy's got a book called The Briefing. And then colon. Politics, the Press, and the President. Last night he was on, uh, uh, Sean Spicer was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Still a kiss ass. Who, Jimmy Kimmel? Spicer. No, I, I don't know. But he... Brown noser. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. He well, he didn't piss off his former boss because yeah. I believe he's, you know, supporting him. Yeah, lick spittle. Mm. <laughs> Sycophant. He didn't call him any of that, no. Mm-mm. What'd you have for lunch today? Toe sucker. You had a toe sucker for lunch? No. That Sounds a like a hot, sandwich. Is that a type of hot dog? No, you just have to, you know, I saw this nonsense in Tampa last night. You just have to call these people out, you know? Everyone, they don't want to say anything. Yeah. No, they're, they're all a bunch of bigots. All you have to do, it's written bigots, all over their really face. Bigots, really Yeah. Well, there's that. Uh, yeah. They don't know anything about journalism. They don't know about the history of journalism. They don't know the great work that journalists and reporters mm-hmm. and news people have done. You know, in this country since the dawn of this democracy, they don't have a clue. Yeah, they're uh, they're, they're like uh, they're, who's the who's the who's the knuckle brain down in uh, where was it that uh, the religious uh, 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 guy who and they all committed suicide at Jonestown? What was Jeff his name? Jones. Jones. Yeah. Jones. Yeah, there's it's a cult. Yeah, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. In Jonestown, yeah, Kool Aid. The Trump guy. cult. That's yeah, all yeah, that yeah. is. Um, I didn't. As far know- as I'm concerned, uh, you can believe whatever you want. I think he's an ass. I I got that impression. Mm-hmm. Yep, I sure did. Well, I go. What's the, what's the worst they can do to me? Nothing. They could fire you, but oh wait, you're leaving. Fire me for what? I don't know. For not sticking to our known liberal talking points. Yeah, yeah, points. yeah. Not no, sticking right. to the schedule. Yeah, you're you're off script. Yeah, reel it in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get the call every day. You know, they tell you San what to talk about. Right? Oh, tell sure. me what to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Enough of your nonsense, Jim. Mm-hmm. Get it in gear. And believe it or not, <laughs> we celebrate MTV today. Today is their 37th year. Starting their 30, they turned 37 today. They launched in New York City August 1st, 1981, becoming the first ever 24-hour video music channel. Yeah. 
The first words ever spoken on MTV. Anybody know for trivia's sake? Good morning. No. Carson Daly. No. Uh, here's the buggles. No. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> rock and roll. Those were the first six words spoken. Coochie coo. Uh, rock and roll coochie. I get yeah, it. okay. Happy, happy Jeez. birthday today. Speaking right. speaking of a raps, rapper. Yeah. Raps rapper. A rap, rap, rap star, yeah. I was going to say, but then, yeah, I didn't. Uh, Coolio. Oh, oh yeah. Coolio, believe Gangster's it or not. Paradise. Is 40, Gangster's Paradise. Yeah, he's 48. Much older, Pinkman. Yeah, I, I met him one time. Mm. He is 58. Ooh, oh, somewhere in between. Double nickel, 55. On the dot right Boy. there. Oh, he knew job. it. On the dot. Well, he played us. Mm. He did. Yeah, he did. I even what? told you where to go. I said much older. Yeah, but sometimes you say it as a, yeah, but I went as a double much. trick. Oh, do I? Uh-huh. I don't think I do. I think you do sometimes. Kapuya! Kapuya! How about musician Robert Cray? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh. used to play him all the time. I know. I'm going to guess yeah. 52. 73. Oh my God! <laughs> uh, I might be off. Sixty-three. Pinkman, sixty-five. All right. Yeah, okay. Ooh, there you much. have that. And uh, okay. The the middle child, I call her uh, Ernie. from my three sons. The Cosby Show. Oh. Tempest Bledsoe. She played Vanessa Huxtable oh. on oh, no. the Cosby Show. How old is she now? Chip was the middle son. She's got to be forty-two years of age. No, uh, no as a matter of fact, she's uh, forty-four. I don't know, 43? You went the wrong way. Jim, 45. Oh, finally. <laughs> and that's the Lottie da Just call me Moira. Keep them texts rolling in, ladies and gents. Mm. By the way, a couple of minutes, a bonus round of closest to the pin. We'll open up the lines right now. Mr. Pinkman will choose one of you at random to play against him. You win. Good fortune for the rest of your life. You lose. Bad luck for 24 hours. Upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Because today is a new day and another chance to give up completely. This is what it's come to. Afternoon unemployed drinking. Real Radio. Yo, yo. 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong. It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody. We're all going to get late. It's a game where you just have to be Close. That's right. You've got that right. The game is closest to the pin. Let's go while we're young. And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips. That's right. Bonus round of closest to the pin. Larissa is on the line. She will play he, she. What is a Larissa? A she? she. A she, We'll play against Pinkman in this bonus round. Should she win, a Larissa will receive a You Matter business card autographed, by the way, by members of the file, meaning... Good fortune for the rest of her life. If she loses, however, Uh-oh. oh boy, bad oh boy. luck for 24 hours, Mr. Pinkman. Go to the soundproof booth. We'll bring you back in a couple of minutes to determine your handicap. Larissa, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? All right, Larissa, I've got 10 questions for you, including the crow question at the end. Speak right into that telephone so we can hear your answers loud and clear, Okay. Okey-doke. Here we go. Countdown for Larissa. In three, two, one, begin. Larissa, it's now day number two for the Paul Manafort trial. Manafort is accused of being a tax cheat. In percent, what's the top marginal income tax rate? Um, 38. Talk about rates. What percent of the Cuban people can read and write? Um, 75. What's the population of Cuba? Mm, two million. How old is actor Cuba Gooding Jr.? 49. 
Cuba Gooding Jr. had a breakout role in the movie Jerry Maguire that was released in what year? 1986. The movie Jerry Maguire runs how many total minutes? 125. The Jerry Lewis-Dean Martin partnership broke up in what year? 1965. Dean Martin died in what year? 1980. Dean Martin is buried in California's Westwood Village Memorial Park. So is the great American actor Jack Lemmon, who died in what year? 1969. All right, get it within 25. You went outright. If Jack Lemmon was a crow in Newton, Massachusetts, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach New Haven, Connecticut? 135. Time. All right, 135 for Larissa. All right, bring Mr. Pinkman in. All right, here we go. Uh-huh. My shirt smells. Of what? I think it sat in the washing machine oh, too it's long. Your shirt or his shirt? My shirt, and I want Pinkman to smell it. No. Ew. Mr. Pinkman, roll the dice to determine your handicap. We set it at 18. Whatever number you roll, we will reduce from 18. That will be your handicap for this afternoon. It's been driving me nuts oh, all day. Uh-huh. Like always under my nose. I get it. What do you got? It's still spinning. Seven. <laughs> a seven. seven. Okay, there you go. I put a lot of spin on the dice. Right, 11 mm. seconds. I got 10 questions for you, including the crow question. Ready? Yeah, yeah, Here we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. In three, two, one, begin. Pinky, it's now day number two for the Paul Manafort trial. Manafort is accused of being a tax cheat and percent. What's the top marginal income tax rate? Uh, 36. Talk about rates. What percent of the Cuban people can read and write? Uh, 80%. What's the population of Cuba? Six million. How old is actor Cuba Gooding Jr.? 62. Cuba Gooding Jr. had a breakout role in the movie Jerry Maguire that was released in what year? 1991. The movie Jerry Maguire runs how many total minutes? Uh, 137. The Jerry Lewis Dean Martin partnership broke up in what year? That was 1978. Dean Martin died in what year? 96. Dean Martin is buried in California's Westwood Village Memorial Park. So is the great American actor Jack Lemmon, who died in what year? 2006. Get it within 25. You went outright. If Jack Lemmon was a crow in Newton, Massachusetts, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach New Haven, Connecticut? Let's go with 112. Time? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't know. All right, let's take a look here. Here we go. Uh, what's the top marginal income tax rate? Larissa said. 38%. Pinkman. 36. It's 37. Oh, oh my a, God. You both get a point. Talk about <laughs> rates, or it used to be. I don't know what it is under the new tax plan. No, Talk about time. rates. What percent of the Cuban people can read and write? Larissa said. 75%. Pinkman. 80. It's better than the United States. It's 99.7% of the Cuban people can read and write. Pinkman gets another point. Mm. What's the population of Cuba? Larissa said. 2 million. Pinkman. Six million. Eleven point two million. Oh, Pinkman. Yes, How old people. is actor Cuba Gooding Jr.? Larissa said. Um forty nine. I think I went too high. Pinkman. Sixty two. He's fifty. Uh-huh. I knew he looked older. Cuba Gooding Jr. had a breakout role in the movie Jerry Maguire, Show Me the Money. That was released in what year, Larissa said? Eighty six. Pinkman. Ninety one. Ninety six. Oh, Pinky. 
The movie Jerry Maguire runs how many total minutes, Larissa said? 125. Pinkman? 137. 139. Oh, Pinkman almost. Four to go. <laughs> yes. The Jerry Lewis Dean Martin partnership broke up in what year? And Larissa said? 65. Pinkman? 78. 19. 56. Mm, Larissa? Three to go. Dean Martin died in what year? Larissa said? 80. Pinkman. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, Dean Martin died in 80, she said. Yeah. And, and Pinky said 96. 19. 95. Oh, Pinky, so again on the brink. Dean yep. Martin is buried in California's Westwood Village Memorial Park. So is the great American actor Jack Lemmon, who died in what year? Larissa said. 69. Pinkman. 06. 2001. Another one for Pinkman. I'm a big fan. Get it within 25. You went out right. If Jack Lemon was a crow at Newton, Massachusetts, his birthplace, he would have to fly how many miles to reach New Haven, Connecticut? Larissa said. 135. Pinkman said. 112. The answer is somewhere in the middle. The answer. I swear to God. Is 129 miles. They're both within 25 miles. I'll tell you that. Who's closer? That would be Larissa. She's six miles off. <laughs> and Pinkman. Wait, we didn't, we didn't write out rules for this sort of thing. And scenario. you're 17 no, miles before. off. Yeah, it has. You both are within you know 25. Both within 25. But she's six miles off, and you're 17 miles so off. So he gets the two. And so let's she gets. Well, what? What is she, does she win? She let's wins call outright. it a tie you and go say to time. Within 25, you get the outright win. They're both within 25. So then you go to how many she's miles they're off? She's closer. So she gets. No one decided that. That's well, we how we did. did it last time. What about did. time? I'm sorry. Larissa, good job. Nice. You will receive that You Matter business card. Loser. Thanks for oh. playing closest to the pin. Remember, oh, my. You were up by 7 to 3. Shoes and, and grenades and closest to the pin. What a rip. Pin, pin. <laughs> oh, now he's scowling back there. He's sulking. Yeah, was it? He's sulking. He's in his chair all slumped over. Why do you have to leave at 6.30? You already chained and bound? I mean, geez, you're not even there yet. Hot sucker. What happened? I've got to cook dinner. What? I'm just kidding. Oh, you've got to leave at 6.30. What? I'm going to do a thing. What kind of thing? A sort of a thing. It was a birthday gift. For you? Yes. Concert? No. Uh, it's, a in show. Town. it's a show. Oh, show. A yes. show? Do we Have we ever heard of the person who's in the show? Well, I don't know. It's a lot of people. It's not just one person. It is, huh? Is it Shakira? No. Oh. She's in town in like a month or so. Isn't yeah, she? I think I have tickets to that, actually. Lucky. I know. No, it is at the Amway this evening. Who's, 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 What's at the Amway? It? So, uh, it's like Cirque du Soleil on ice Oh. or something. That sounds very fancy. I never saw the sounds original. so excited about it. Uh, I never saw the original, but I've seen a commercial for this where they do backflips and uh, ice skates. Mm-hmm. They jump over your barrels. I guess so. No, Cirque is always naked? very acrobatic. I hope so. Nope. Yeah, with the water show and whatnot. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty erotic and yeah. exotic and la la la. I've heard good things about <laughs> that one. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. water show is, is very provocative. The Beatles show is great also. And then there's also a, a naked show. Naked? Yeah, well, primarily naked. And afraid. Mm. No. Really? Right. Is there a YouTube on that? The naked show in, in Las <laughs> I just Vegas? Wondered. Yeah, I'm sure there is. Nah, I don't know. Maybe not full nude if it's on YouTube. Might so. be fake nudity. No, there's no such thing as fake nudity. Well, they have fake news on Facebook. Oh, no. Why wouldn't they have fake nudity? Yeah, they have that at the strip clubs yeah. in Orlando. That's What's a lot fake nudity? I don't understand what is fake nudity. It's when you first go in and say, oh, my God, they're naked, and then they've got, you know. Oh, pasties. You know, pasties or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, come on now.
Come on, Orlando. Yeah, not cool, bro. <laughs> well, seriously, he's got to go to the show. He's very busy. All right, well, okay. Have a good time. Don't worry about Thank us. You. We'll be all right. I'll, and, I'll try not yeah, to. Mm-hmm. And, I think we'll muddle our way through. I'm worried. Are you going to be okay? I don't to, know. I thought he had to go taste more cupcakes. No, no. I'm done with that. Okay. We are doing our food tasting soon. Mm. Pretty pumped about that. And another <laughs> link to his ball. Oh, come on. <laughs> It's <laughs> that is so rude. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio oh, 104.1. Sorry. Spanning the world wide web to bring you the constant variety of sound, the thrill of victory. I have a dream. And the agony of defeat. I got bronchitis. The sound of human drama captured in a world where everything is recorded. It's time to hear what's in Jack's audio file. Hey, if you want a couple of laughs, you ought to check out the uh, James Corden, Tom Cruise uh, video where uh, Corden goes uh, skydiving with Cruise. Funny stuff. Good bit. Let's hear what's in Jack's audio file. Uh, Well, we start with the serious news, as we've been reporting each and every day on the wildfires in California, most specifically the car fire. And I know we were uh, it came up. Uh, you know, people wondering why is it car C A R R fire? Right. Now, indeed, they do believe it was started by a broken down car right. with uh, dry conditions, but that's not the reason for the name. It actually, the origin seems to be at the corner of U.S. Highway 299 and Car Powerhouse Road, C A R R mm. Car Powerhouse Road. Therefore, you have the car fire which, uh, you know, has gotten out of control. And uh, one of 17 wildfires burning in the Golden State. It's now the seventh most most destructive wildfire in state history. Here is Dave Splethoff. Now, one of the things you always see in coverage of wildfires, what some of the images you always see, what do they always show? Fire. What else? The helicopter with that red stuff. There you go, Mo. Not not only a helicopter, but sometimes the plane yeah. where it'll drop either water or that red, you know, uh, fire retardant. Pinkman's fascinated by it. That's the only reason I know that. He thinks well, it's red sand. It, he doesn't know what it is, but is it anyway. not? it's a fire retardant. Mm. Correct. Well, it might be sand, but. Well, uh, Dave uh, Splethoff, or Splethoff, he's a spotter pilot yeah. for the California Department of Forestry and Fire Protection, right? So he is in the planes and he's describing fly, flying over his own neighborhood burning and just knowing that it could be my house someday we do everything we can to prepare for it but uh, this one was so bad that even all the preparation in the world that we were doing just didn't stop it because as he was flying over he could spot his home being destroyed Mm. i knew at the time that it okay it's gone it's going it's gone you know just take a deep breath and go back to work. Heroes, these guys. Yeah. Yep. I mean, whether they're flying or whether they're down with their fire axes and chainsaws I was or power like, tool. So, he, you know, it's go back to work. You keep fighting the fire. You know, you just lost your home. I know. Uh, what uh, are you going to do? On the news last night, I saw a woman, a nurse, you know, ha- deals with critically ill patients at a hospital, a care center, and she lost her home. And it's like, well, got to go to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's mm. a little leave. money. All right. Well, Jim, also in the news, it's all about blueprints for 3D guns. Yeah. Uh, this was inevitable with uh, 3D printing as technology develops 
And as you can print certain things using these, uh, you know, a resin, you know, creating a resin-based firearm mm-hmm. was inevitable. It has been done. However, a uh, previous uh, presidential administration, thanks Obama, uh, was blocking the sharing of these blueprints online. However, that seems to, uh, it was ready to expire or the Trump administration was uh, allowing it to to be released. A federal judge blocked it, but I believe it's already been posted. His first inclination is not to go to Congress, not to go to the State Department, his own administration, his cabinet. His first inclination is, hey, I need to check with the National Rifle Association. That was anti-gun advocate Mark Kelly talking about President Trump and his priorities. National to- Rifle Association is not happy about this because yeah. the National Rifle Association works arm in arm with firearms manufacturers in the United States. They don't want the they don't want the the common man just having a 3D printer and printing up uh, you know manufacturing their own guns. No, well, since no, they're in consort with gun well, manufacturers. Of course, they are. If that's the will of the NRA, then it should have the president's ear because that's where he went to for advice on how to handle the situation. So, uh, Jim, remember a tragic story, uh, one that we hear about all too often, a hazing death. Uh, it happened in Penn State, uh, Penn State University, where uh, Timothy Piazza, he was given, uh, like, large qu- quantities of alcohol. See the one that fell down the stairs? Fell down, ended yeah. up falling down the stairs. Now, they... Nobody did anything. Right, mm-hmm. right. And one guy, a former Penn State University fraternity brother... Uh, he has been sentenced, Ryan Burke, um, after pleading guilty to yeah. nine misdemeanor charges. Yeah. Everyone else uh, d- didn't admit it. He pled guilty without a plea deal and so had to deal with it. So let's uh, get the sentencing for Mr. Ryan Burke. Uh, obviously, we're very pleased with the outcome in a very tragic uh, and emotional setting. And our hearts go out to the Piazza family. Now, that's the attorney for Ryan Book, Burke. It's a three-month... Oh, wait. No, 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 no. Longer than that. No. Three months of house arrest in the... Oh, boy. And 100 hours community service, fine more than $3,000. Dude, that's standing on my head. Well, he was the only one who admitted guilt right. without the benefit of a deal. So he stepped up and said, yeah, you know, I was part of this. Mm. I handed him alcohol. Every, the other 25 guys said, uh-uh, they all pled not guilty. Uh-oh. So, so where are they? They're awaiting trial in February. Okay. So we'll see what happens to them. Well, they can still plead out, too. They can. However, it, it was Ryan Burke who, uh, in Lackawanna County. Lackawanna. Yeah. He also has 27 months of probation following the three months. see it all the arrest. time. I mean, if you go for jury selection, all the time, this happens all the time. The defendants will plead out. And a lot of times, they're, they're not guilty of anything. They just know their backs are up against the wall. They might have a record and say, look, dude, I know you. maybe you're not guilty, but you know the chances are pretty good they're going to convict you. So you want to do five years or do you want to do two? If they convict you, you're going away for 15 maybe. If you plead out, three. And these poor suckers, you know, they're left holding the bag. It happens all the time. Jim... <laughs> It's the untold story of the criminal justice system. Criminal defense attorneys will tell you this all the time. They work out deals with the prosecution. It's in the best interest of the state because then they save some money. And the guy goes, well, you know, poor sap. You know, you can't get, uh, you can't, 
you can't afford a, a great criminal defense attorney. You have to use a public defender. They're going to work out a deal. You go away for two. Yeah, big deal. Then you work at the car wash. Anyway, Jim, back to the good. audio. Anyone who listens to this show for any uh, small period of time understands that you like to bet. Yeah. You're a gambler. Uh, not really. I just like to bet against Pinkman. I well, think I owe him about $500 now. You and I have a couple bets on Tiger <laughs> Woods because you like to bet on sports sometimes. Yeah. You know, that's soon to be, or, or it's up to states to determine now uh, whether you want to be able to bet on sports because, the, you know, a court uh, judge has uh, cleared the way for states to decide if they want gambling in each and every state in this great union of ours. And so it didn't take long for a major sporting organization oh, yeah. to team up with MGM. Here's NBA Commissioner Adam Silver on the historic deal made with MGM casinos. And we said, let's take advantage of this opportunity to do something historic, and that is to enter into the first commercial partnership between a gaming establishment and the NBA. A uh, deal yeah. that ESPN says is worth $25 million yeah, over not? three years. That's money in their pocket. Yep. I have mixed emotions about this, but it's your money. Right. MGM will pay the NBA for official data to use in determining outcomes of various bets. Mm -hmm. The league has said in the past it wants a 1% integrity fee of wagers, and that conversation that that has ramped up in recent months since the U.S. Supreme Court ruled to allow sports betting to be implemented on a state-by-state basis. You're going to do it? If it goes to NBA, then the then the doors open, right? Then all yeah. the other leagues well, probably. And that's it. It's like uh, you know, I think you know the other leagues are going to be like because you know there's betting on football. Sure, I mean, of course, fantasy football alone. Mm-hmm. You know, they say it's not gambling, but that's a bunch of crap. It is kind of gambling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's, it involves skill. Not really. Well, so does poker. It's skill and luck. Well, it's skill, and then it's some. It's still gambling. You're 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 tr- predicting what will happen. But it's the outcome of the field, the the events on the field that will determine whether you're a winner or not. You're right. I don't know. You don't have to lay down so easy. No, I'm just saying the legal loophole is that they say it's a game that involves some skill, so it's not technically full-on gambling. I mean, so Texas Hold'em Poker. Mm. That involves some skill. It also involves luck. Fake news. That is not fake news. Everybody's going to jump on board now. You're going to be able to it'd be like uh, like it is in Great Britain. Uh, you know, you'd be able to bet on anything. Cool. Sports-wise. Oh. You can do that in Great Britain? Yeah. I mean, I think in Las Vegas you can bet. I mean, you can lay down a bet if they'll take the bet. But I think in Great Britain they're notorious for, you know, what's your bet? And they'll take the bet. I like that. Like Donald Trump will win the presidency. Did they break your... Oh, there's that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jim. Hello, Ruth's Chris. Uh-huh. So if you were a betting man yeah. and you, you wanted to bet on a baseball game and someone said, Jim, Mets are playing the Nationals. You take the Mets. I'll take the Nationals. Okay. I'll even give you a 20 points. What? I'll spot you 20 runs in the game. I'm still going to lose. You are definitely going to lose. What was the score? One of the most lopsided games. Uh, let's see. The Nationals became the first team in 11 years to score 25 <laughs> runs, a franchise record. It was a route against the Mets. Here is... Uh, <laughs> that was Mets. They run out of pitchers? What happened? Not Well, I think that's when you... Uh, center fielder. Oh, come on, you pitch a little bit. But no, you the, pitch a little yeah, bit. Yeah, everyone here. It is 25. 20- 
five to one, Washington. Dave Island, the Mets pitching coach. Why would they send the pitching coach out? Hey yeah. there, buddy. <laughs> you think? Hey there, buddy. Why send the pitching coach out? But uh, something that happened actually in that game is so the Mets broadcasters. Those are the worst games because there's no positive to talk about. It's just yeah. aren't you, you supposed know, to say something though? Well, yeah, they found something to say. The Mets broadcasters started reading, doing a dramatic read from the Mets media guide. The first page of the postseason section is the 1969 League Championship Series, Atlanta Braves versus New York Mets. Mets won the series 3-0. In the club's first ever trip to the postseason, the Mets swept the best of five series versus Atlanta, three games to none, before walking the next two. Ron Taylor got the final out, retiring Brooks Robinson. So One they of those guys, Keith series. Hernandez? Uh, no, that's Ron Darling, played with Keith Hernandez. Who should, who's going to pick it up? Yeah, right here. It's like a satyr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes on and a on. A raucous shake yeah. crowd. You're talking about Keith Hernandez's cat. They're just going on. <laughs> you heard about his cat? No. Very his cat has oh, millions yeah, no. of uh, Facebook followers. Correct. Yeah. Or, or Keith Hernandez yeah. does, not because of Keith Hernandez, because of the his cat. damn cat. But uh, where was I watching that? On I, I think it might have been film. CBS Sunday Morning talking about uh, 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 animals and the Facebook following. How much more likely that, uh, these animals they have agents, right? And they do appearances, right? And because they are influencers, whatever. Yeah, it's a thing. It is. It's a thing, bro. Yeah. So. uh Mets lost the game, but guess what? You lose twenty-five to four. It only counts as one loss in the books. No, oh, that's got to be right. Yeah, sure, sure. All right. Oh, so, I mean, how do how are the run? Were they walks? You just have to shake it. Or are they the just dog. singles and doubles? Or everybody just uh, pounded the ball out of the park? What was going on? Um, you know those everything. Yeah, they, those big wiffle ball bats. Potpourri. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's see. So you order pizza. Pizza guy comes to your house because you're watching this baseball game that just won't seem to end where everyone gets a hit and you're getting hungry. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, Hungry Howie's delivers. I didn't know Hungry Ooh. Howie's delivered. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Sure. Okay. So, yeah, I guess they do. I I think I remember seeing trucks here or there. But uh, Bryce Doodle. Bryce Doodle. Is that really a thing? Bryce Doodle. Mm. Yeah, he was French. a delivery man for Howie, Hungry Howie's. He was in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Got to this family's home. They mm. opened the door. He noticed a piano. And then he goes, can I play? Can I play your piano? And they said yes. Show off. This is the pizza delivery guy. He's not, he's not that good. He's so pretty good. He, he's pretty damn good. And you know what's even more amazing? I think you appreciate it more when you watch it. And I have the video posted at realradio.fm. Click on the Phillips file. You see the pizza delivery guy yeah. playing the piano. This guy, like, you know, he's waiting to eat his pizza, but I got to videotape this. When you watch someone's hands when they're playing like that, it's just just more impressive because you realize, I mean, the skill is a little more overwhelming. I no think. Oscar Levant. He's no Oscar right. Levant. Doesn't have the I mean, hand size for that. I was just yeah. thinking that, you know? Mm-hmm. Crazy. Rachmaninoff. No, no, no. Hello. Rachmaninoff, his fing- from the tip of his uh, pinky finger to the tip of his thumb, if he spread his hand out, it yeah. was a foot wide. Yep. Oh. 
You heard it first on the file. I don't know if that's true. I just heard that one. I believe you. You have to to play that yeah. concerto, piano concerto number three. I mean, <laughs> not number I've three. I've never been able to master it. <laughs> Please. Okay, let's it's see. It's serious. A uh, couple more clips for you. One is this one, Jim. Uh, we haven't had time recently, but we have time right now for the late night trio mm. to get on board. Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers. What do you think the topic is? Oh, Manafort. No, uh, not too far off. It is about President Trump, oh. but it's about his tweet that collusion is not All a right. crime. Okay, <laughs> Collusion's not a crime. So the talk show host said, huh, not only do we want to tell a joke about that, these jokes are very similar. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Collusion isn't a crime, but it doesn't matter because he didn't do it anyway. Hillary did. It's really going to complicate the chance at his rallies. Lock her up, but collusion's not a crime. So what are we locking her up for? I am confused. We're living in a web of lies. If you're following along at home. The defense is now this. Donald Trump didn't collude, but if he did, it isn't a crime. But he didn't. But if he did, we should lock Hillary up. That's the. That makes sense, right? President Trump tweeted today, quote, collusion is not a crime, but that doesn't matter because there was no collusion except by crooked Hillary and the Democrats. Okay, follow this logic with me. Collusion's not a crime. Also, I didn't do it, but also Hillary did it and she should be in jail. I'm not, I'm not giving anybody, I'll give them all a point. Really? Yeah, I'll just get everybody gets a point because... Who, who do we have here? I didn't think any of them were particularly good. Oh. Okay, so you have Stephen Colbert, Jimmy Kimmel, and Seth Meyers. Colbert, now they all Myers. move one point closer to Jimmy Fallon, then, who's in the lead. Right. Colbert, Myers, and who? Jimmy Colbert, Kim Kimmel, Kimmel okay. and Myers. Got it. All right, there's a new single from a band that's been around a while, so see if you can tell me who you think it is. Is it the Whalers? It is not the Whalers. Damn it. An 80s band. Oh. Oh, wait. What's that band's name? Pink Man. Pink Man. That one that did Red Red Wine. No, that's UB40. Damn it. Forget that reggae, even though it's got that beat. Is it like Boy George? Yes, Mo. Good job, Mo. Nailed it. Is it? Yes, Culture Club. Nice. Culture Club. It's a new single, Let Somebody Love You. Culture Club just announced they have a new record called Life that's coming out October 26th. Mm. First album of new material in more than 20 years. Mm. And this is Let Somebody Love You. That is your audio file for today. Yeah, we could play that coming out of the next break, but we want to be Rachmaninoff, piano concerto number three. Yes, uh, and we can get back to you about 45 minutes after that. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A restaurant is now accusing a man of trying to destroy their reputation after he posted a video that showed a worm in his girlfriend's food. Must have been left over from the early bird special. Next. A Saudi couple has been arrested for a kiss on the cheek. I mean, women just got the ability to drive over there. This is like hardcore pornography. Finally, a study shows that one in five kids don't know apples come from trees. Probably the parents' fault. After all, 
the apple doesn't fall far from the produce section. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Eye Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. You don't even have to buy us dinner. In here, it's always 1977, when sex was the way it was meant to be. Empty and meaningless. Call now, toll free, 888-978-1041. Real Radio. 104.1. So I'm watching this clip, this bit by James Corden, talk shows. He's got a bit with Tom Cruise. And uh, I think Pinkman mentioned it in the office before we came on. He said, you got to see this clip, this bit that uh, that uh, James Corden did with Tom Cruise. Because Tom, you know, Tom Cruise is, you know, he's out there publicizing the new Mission Impossible movie. And so he, he convinces uh, James Corden to go skydiving. <laughs> it's a good bit. It is funny. And uh, I didn't know, I guess. I, I don't know why I thought otherwise, but uh, but uh, Cruz is a skydiver. And you see it in this clip. Like as a hobby? I, I or, guess. Nah, I don't know. He does his own stunts, people. Well, he does all Deeper. of them, but he does a lot of them. But the thing about Tom Cruise, you know, sometimes you just don't want to like Tom Cruise, and you can't help but like him. That is true. Mm-hmm. You're correct. You see him in this, and you and you see him in this bit with Corden, and you can, I think, you can tell they genuinely like each other. Mm. Now I don't know why they wouldn't like one another. I think Tom Cruise gets a bad rap. I think you might be right. I think, it might, I think it's the Scientology thing, yeah. and but uh, but he's still how old is he now? He's still Tom a good-looking booger. Uh, he's got to be the way, late fifty-seven. The video. Yeah, we got the video at realradio.fm. You click on shows, the Phillips file. The video is there of them uh, skydiving. 56, he is. It's a good bit. Yeah, and Cruz is flying out of that plane. He's <laughs> flipping around and flying around. I mean, he's not doing a tandem jump. I mean, it's all his... Um, What was I going to say? Something about... I forget. About Tom Cruise? Yeah, it's just uh, yeah. There's there's something you just and maybe because he's uh, just in great shape and he's worth zillions of dollars and he's good looking and it's just you go. I I, I want to dislike him. It's God's cruel joke that uh, people like this should be around because he's handsome and he's yeah, he's movie handsome star and, of course and uh, yeah, it just goes on and on and on and then. You can't do it though. He seems like he's genuinely just a a nice feller. It says right. uh in this new Mission Impossible film, Tom yeah. Cruise had to do one hundred six total jumps to get three scenes. And it was all done after he broke his ankle earlier in the production. Sky ju- uh, skydiving jumps. Yes. He's a tough guy. He's a tough guy. Look at him. Hey, look at this. Oh, you look at this. <laughs> but he's got one of these helmets on. I've never seen it in skydiving. It's a full helmet. Yeah. It's like an astronaut helmet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. A, you I know, didn't know they pl- had... A, pl- no. I guess a plexiglass face mask. You know, because if you're ever in skydiving, you know, you get that brrr, the cheek thing going. Yes, yes, yes. 
Because they just give you a pair of goggles to put on so your eyeballs don't fly out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. And you see, and the thing, you know, Cruz, he's doing the skydiving thing, and then you see him coming in for a landing, and he just sticks it. It's Perfect. just like, come on. Right, we're done with you. Come yeah, on. he nailed it. He wow. comes in real close. You're like, no, no, no. And then he just lifts his feet up and glides. Mm-hmm. Not falling down, not tripping, not, mm-hmm. you know, not uh, dragging a foot or anything. It's absolutely perfect. And Gordon lands in his tandem jump, <laughs> ass over elbow. He fell down and went boom. <laughs> he brought the other guy with him. Yeah. <laughs> they well, when you're tethered to somebody, you really can't help but land on them. Hey, with can them. you believe that? You got to keep your feet up, keep your feet up. Feet up, feet legs up. Legs up, legs up. And then <laughs> face plant. Anyway, what else is going on? <laughs> MLS All-Star Game Tonight. coming to Orlando next, next year. Right. The big news, or so they're reporting. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. No. Going to be busy. Well, the game tonight is in Atlanta. Yoshi Yotun for Orlando City has uh, been selected for the All-Star team. Mm-hmm. How many are uh, How many are expected to show up for that uh, game? 70,000. 70, Atlanta. Which is close Johnny to what they come had. lately. Every game they have 60, Last time, yeah, yeah, Orlando City played there. They had that. Yeah, Johnny come lately, then they took over the title of <laughs> Soccer <laughs> City of the South. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are they leading the league? Uh, yeah, they're at the top of their yeah, division. Come on, come on, the league in attendance. come on. What yeah. is that all about? What are you doing, Mo? What are you checking? It's good, for, it's good for the sport. Trying to find, open the Twitter. I don't know why. The Twitter. The Twitter. It won't open the Twitter. Have you seen this? It's on the Twitter. <laughs> They have to go into the interweb. Oh, mm. by the way, we just at that video was added. So if you want to see the James Corden, Tom Cruise skydiving, it's on the Phillips File page at realradio.fm. Good. Good bit. And I mentioned the the video ad earlier, but uh, of the piano player pizza guy. But also, there's one of a girl, and I forgot this during the audio file. Yeah, what'd she do? She had Bang an operation. Oh, operation on her ankle. Right. And so as she's coming out under anesthesia, the father's like, oh, let's play a joke on her. And he's videotaping her and he convinces her that they did the wrong ankle. They did the other ankle. So they operated on the right ankle, but he convinced her that they operated on the left one and she's lifting it up and it looks brand new and her mind is blown away. And I guess it's in Canada because she starts bragging about the Canadian health system Ah. And talking uh-huh. about the American, but she's all logy, but she's convinced that her left ankle was the one operated on when nothing, and she's shocked that it's good as new. I was but, saying that uh, pizza uh, pizza delivery guy playing the piano. Yes, sir. You Why do Russians focused? have a better, uh, seems to have a better appreciation for classical music than Americans? Because that's all they get over there. Yeah. Is that it? I think so. They don't get Eastern rock and Europe, roll. they get a lot of... Uh, a lot of classical music with rock and roll and stuff peppered in. Because if you know, I mean, it goes back away, but during the height of the Cold War, there was a, uh, a pianist, pianist, yes. classical pianist by the name of Van Cliburn out of Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Young feller. Big, tall, handsome, big shock of hair. And he goes over to, uh, I think, to Moscow or St. Petersburg, wherever it was for the, I uh, can't remember the competition. You know, and they, you know, they come out and they're they're the white tie and tails, and you know, he sits down to the, and he just he he, he blew them away. He killed it, and yeah. he became, as they say, really the toast of it. He killed it. He nailed it. Mm. And uh, and you look into the audience of the of the of the Russians who were on the concert, and they just they're just they're just swept away by his uh, performance. He could have had any any woman he wanted in in Moscow. Uh, not that he wanted because he was one of them because he was gay. But he could have had any man in Moscow. I guess so. Sure. 
We'll see if we can find us some. Now that's piano play. <laughs> Tell you what. Oh, yeah. Here he's right now. It's Rhapsody on a theme of Paganini by Rachmaninoff. Sounds like a good pasta dish. <laughs> Listen to this play. Like Carabas. Can you imagine playing like this? Chicken Before thousands of people who really appreciate this. Is that more pressure? Once you're playing yeah, in front you've, of you've got a room, those people? You've got a room full of Lubes. That's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They take this very seriously. <laughs> oh, oh, hello. They can appreciate oh, oh. We appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, take all those ivories. <laughs> <laughs> They're much better than American keyboardists from Journey. Uh huh. You take your te- Texas two-step and <laughs> shove it. <laughs> anyway, all right. Don't forget, Shot Doctor's coming our way. We got something new besides a uh, casting call. This got- is going to be fun. Yeah, Shot Doctor speed rounds. I have to start working on that. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Lots of people call. Some even do it without crying. Real Radio 104.1. Well, all you good things your days are done. You don't have to worry, you can have your fun. Phillips file for a uh, Wednesday. Uh, in about 15, 20 minutes, we'll have that regular round of closest to the pin. So they are remaking Top Gun. Oh yeah, totally. Yes. Why though? I don't get. I don't. I mean, I don't understand it. I mean, how? Um, Ching. I'm sorry. What? Top well, I know Ching. <laughs> I understand why some people in Hollywood. That doesn't mean it will be a success. I, I just don't get the idea of fighter jets. I mean, what's the, what's the, what? What do you think the storyline will be? Top Gun Maverick. It's about the, most of us aren't going to be able to tell the of... difference between the fighter jet that Tom Cruise was in that in that movie and the ones they're using today. So, what's the what's the what's the plot line? Their sons. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it has to do with their sons. Val Kilmer's going to be in it. Seriously? Yes, sir. <laughs> he signed on. Thinking it... about this during the break, Kelly McGillis, mm-hmm. who was in that movie. Mm-hmm. You know, she was the uh, she love interest of Tom Cruise. She's the one who lost the loving feeling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she lost the loving feeling for men. Correct. Hey, oh. I mean, not oh, that there's yeah. anything wrong with that. That was in 09. But I was wondering, you know, because I don't think she's, maybe she has, but I don't think she's been in anything really since that. I think her career, maybe by her own decision, just went, you know, took a left turn, a right turn. And uh, last I heard, she was living in Key West. Ooh. And I just wonder whether a Kelly McGillis, who was, you know, kind of, a, I'm sure she was recognized when Top Gun came out. She was recognized all over the place. But after a while, you know, a Kelly McGillis now, what, 61 years of age, goes into a grocery store, let's say, in Key West. And I wonder if there's any thought process somewhere along the line where they said, you know, God, I used to be, they used to know me. I mean, everybody used to know who I was. I was recognized. Currently, she lives in Hendersonville. Now just the cat lady. She used to live in Key West, but she's been living in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Does some work in Asheville, yeah. North Carolina, also. Well, that's fine. And uh, yeah, but 
But I, I wonder for some of these people, you know, I mean, no, some no, of no. these uh, actors said, boy, you know, there for a while, it's recognized all over the place. Then, eh, nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's a sequel, not a remake. Yes. And it has about to do their with children. No, about drones. I don't know about oh, their kids. Maybe. Oh, seriously. They just hired somebody after an Internet push. I'm scared. S- something Powell. Anyway, no, he's he's Colin, Powell. Colin Powell. No. Baden Powell. Points. No. Uh, yeah. Danger drone. Mm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the first one. I mean, I lo- you know, who didn't like the first movie? I've never seen it. You were the only one I hear criticize it. I loved it. Oh. And then if you watch it again, you're going, oh, there's something about this movie I don't like. Seems a little bit. Because it stirred some feelings deep inside. No, it didn't stir any feelings, (laughs) but it was like, ooh. Down and down. It moved. You're young. You're impressionable. (laughs) (laughs) I want to play shirtless volleyball with my Yeah, the shirtless volleyball. And I was was telling Mo during the break, I think that's where the shaving the chest uh, thing came in. When they're in the locker room. What year was that, 80-something? Early 80s? They're all steamed up in there. Mm. And there's not a there's not a hair to be found on a chest in that locker room. Steamed up, you say? Yeah, I think gay guys mm-hmm. uh, started. Hey, that's not a bad idea, because it it has an element of uh, homoeroticism to that uh, to Top Gun. It does. I don't care what anybody says. That angers people when you say that. Why? Because I don't know. Because Watch it. It's the peak of masculinity for some men watching that movie. <laughs> You're flying <laughs> to a Kenny Loggins soundtrack. They just Nothing's don't want to better. admit that there's something to it. I mean, they're in that, you know, got the towels wrapped around their neck. They're snapping the towels out, you know, yeah, and yeah. running around in, their, yeah. uh, in the all together. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's okay. Doesn't mean you're gay. No not way, that bro. there's anything wrong with that. Of course, there's nothing wrong with that. But there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with looking back on something. So, you know, in, looked at, looking at this in a new light. It has some, Seems a little some bit. elements of, yeah, well, mm-hmm. That's cool, right? It's cool, cool, bro. bro. <laughs> but the shirtless volleyball scene? Yeah. Come on now. Oh, that's, on. What, that's what bros do, bro. You got that right. That's why Pinkman's leaving early. Yeah, to go play shirtless, shirtless volleyball, volleyball. Mm-hmm. with my bros. Mm-hmm. We're going to oil up first, too. <laughs> Makes it more fun. Yeah, you got your khaki pants on, right? You know? Really? No shirt. Getting out there. Mm-hmm. All trim and fit and neat. That's what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> well, the neatest, the neatest yeah, volleyball court uh, I have ever seen. Yep. They get out there. They rake the sand. They get it nice and neat. Very metrosexual. <laughs> Jeez, come on, people. Work with me. All right? Tweak yeah, your eyebrows a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. well, I don't want to be so politically Take, incorrect here. Grease your hair a little bit. Exactly. Then you slap each other on the ass on the way out and say good Hey, game. watch it. Let's not get too far, all right? <laughs> Easy, bro. Whenever you say that to a shot doctor, he gets a little bit crazy. How oh, that do? Then I, you know, then I get into a riff about, about football uh, professional football. Yeah, you, know, uh-huh. you know, you know, symbolically homoerotic because of certain physical. You know, people they come unglued. They just don't know what to do with themselves. He doesn't know. It's okay. It's like, geez, man, take it easy. Mm-hmm. I'm not slapping you on your ass. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's upset. Who? Shot doctor. What he wants someone to Maybe, slap his Maybe I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, probably not. I don't think the shot doctor is interested in that kind of stuff. No, he's a oh, sportsman no. through None and of through. that tomfoolery, exactly, mm. and and buffoonery, and a thespian, and shenanigans.
Right. Mentioned at the beginning of the program uh, this nonsense in Tampa last night with the president. Jim, it was a stumping rally. for uh, for DeSantis, the congressman who wants to be uh, the Republican who wants to be the governor of the Sunshine State. God help us! And uh, you know, after the rally comes to an end, uh, some of these slack jaws, you know, these goobers over that way, you know, over you know, Plant City and Bronson, they're showing up there uh, for Trump, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, they got the signs and the you know, the outside. I think they go waving the Confederate flags and doing. They got their MAGA hats on, and you know, they're flipping the bird to Jim Acosta, who's the Correspondent for CNN, yeah. who they love to hate. They're yelling fake news and fake this and fake that. They, they don't know anything about the news. And I, I, made a, I made mention of this. If we can make a list, and I'll work on this as the days go uh, days go on. But I said right before the beginning of the program, I'm going to make a quick list of things that, uh, that the free press in this country have done uh, to the benefit of our democracy, whether it was Watergate reporting or whether it was coming to uh, doing investigative reporting uh, on Vietnam and the Pentagon Papers, about uh, the the lead poisoning in Flint, Michigan. We could talk about Iran-Contra, um, death row prisoners in the state of Florida who are exonerated because of good work by Journalists who found that they were not guilty of the crimes that sent them to death row, Penn State child molestation, Enron, Bernie Madoff, weapons of mass destruction. And, I mean, it just goes on, it goes on and on and on and on and on. So I, so when I, you know, whenever I see these, uh, these goofs, you know, yelling and screaming about fake news, which is simply an insult at the media. Mm-hmm. They don't like the media because of fake news. I just want to, well, give me an example of fake news. Benghazi. Give me a, you know, give me a, give me an example. They can never do it. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. They just have no idea what they're talking about. They don't know anything about what it takes to be a journalist or be a reporter. They just don't get it. They just don't get it. They're living within this cult of personality for whatever they're aggrieved is what it is. It's basically, you know, white men who are aggrieved, who think they're getting the shaft for one particular reason or another, or they see social changes happening, becoming more diversified, uh, color-wise and otherwise. They don't like the rise of women uh, uh, with power in places of business. They don't like the idea that more people of color are entering, uh, are being, uh, are in government and in business. They just can't stand the idea because I believe they view that as losing their power. And I, I'm going to say this for the thousandth time. I, I truly believe this. They believe that they're losing power. And if they lose power, they're going to say to themselves, if we lose our power, they're going to treat us like we treated them for hundreds of years. Oh, and that's and we don't want that mm. to happen. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being Right or wrong? Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is... Closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! All right, Buttercups, time for that regular round of Closest to the Pin... I'm playing against Scott Stephen as the backup as I head to the soundproof booth. Mr. Pinkman will announce the prize. Oh, yeah, brother. We've got a pair of tickets to WWE SmackDown Live on Tuesday. That's next Tuesday, August 7th. 
at the Amway Center. Superstars appearing are AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Shinsuke Nakamura, Samoa Joe, and more. Tickets are on sale now. You can go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. Oh, boy. Thank you very much, Mr. Pinkman. Let's get Scott on board. Hello, Scott. Hey, Phil. How you doing? We're doing well. How are you doing? Oh, fantastic. You know, today is August 1st. It's the first of the month, and there is something we do here on the Phillips File in 2018, the first closest to the pin game of every month. Do you know what that is? I do not. We pay tribute to first responders. And we have talked about paramedics, police, firefighters. Um, and today, thanks to Brad, co-producer for All Gaming, the category is entitled A Heavy Cross to Bear. Questions about the Red Cross. Okay? Because following All every right. uh, uh, emergency or disaster, we always find Red Cross on the scene helping those in need. So if you are ready, Scott, we will begin your round. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. Let's do this game in three, two, and one. We all know that Clara Barton founded the American Red Cross, but in what year was it founded? 1845. Approximately what percentage of the American blood supply is provided by the American Red Cross, or ARC? 55%. The ARC is a nationwide network with 36 blood service regions. How many local chapters are there nationwide? 2,800. During and after hurricanes Katrina, Wilma, and Rita, how many shelters were managed by the ARC to the nearest hundred? 1,100. In response to the Central Florida tornado of February 2007, the ARC began a large-scale disaster relief operation. How many Red Cross volunteers were brought in from across the nation? 25,000. Time. All right. You're all set, Mo. We're going to put you on hold, Scott. We're going to bring Jim back in. I'm trying. Oh, boy. Oh, now we look. Okay. He's on his Thanks to Brad, co-producer of All Gaming. Thanks, Brad. Nice guy. Got to restart oh, my he, computer. He emailed what? me earlier. Oh, Brad emailed you? Yeah. About what? Probably PPT. Oh, okay. He's always mad when extra clues are given out. <laughs> yeah. uh, damn. He, he doesn't like the integrity of the game. He's like, damn it, I worked a whole week on that one. <laughs> That's matter. Yeah. When you add clues to uh, PPT, Brad, you know, kind of throws off hint, his... Extra yeah. hints. He doesn't care for that. <laughs> or does it? No. no. He emails me and I have to hear about it. You're ruining the game for him. You know. <laughs> He's like, I worked so hard. And then you just blab Dude, it out and give a clue. Brad, You're giving a clue. I appreciate your hard work, but the fact is, sometimes I look at the answer and I look at the clues. They'll and never I said, get it. They're never going to get it. Those are his favorite ones to write, though. That's <laughs> the problem. Never get it. We'd like to hand out some prizes. <laughs> I was the one the other day, and I said, nobody's going to get this. Uh, like like Mo- Moldavia or yeah, something? Yeah, the Congo or, or something. I don't know. They didn't yeah, know. Or Belarus. I think yeah, that was one of Belarus. Yeah, nobody, Belarus. Brad, nobody yeah. was going to no. get Belarus. They don't even know now. When we told them what it is, they didn't know what it was. <laughs> there are only so many countries in this world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I, mean, I, appreci- I appreciate all the hard work. I really no. did. If you had spotted me the first six letters, I wouldn't have got it. Mm-mm. All right, here we go, Jim. A heavy cross to bear. Thanks to Brad for the category. He did a fine job Thanks, on this Brad. one. Uh, because in the beginning of the year, I commissioned him on the first closest to the pin game of each month to uh, pay special tribute to first responders, people out there, yep. uh, you know, helping serve the community in times of need. Mm-hmm. Today, it's a questions about the Red Cross. Oh, I was a water safety instructor for the American Red Cross. Oh, well, then you should ace this that category. That was uh, Pinkman, I think. Mm-hmm. Were you WSI yes. or a lifeguard? I was both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Air 5. There you go. Air 5? Air 5, yeah. He mm-hmm. did an Air 5. Oh, it's Air a Top Gun thing. Oh, I see. Yeah. Training instructor, too. You ready to go, Chief? Yeah. In three, two, one. We all know that Clara Barton founded the American Red Cross, but in what year was it founded? 1885. Approximately what percentage of the American blood supply is provided by the American Red Cross or ARC? 45%. The ARC is a nationwide network with 36 blood service regions. Yeah. How many local chapters are there nationwide? 2,000. During and after Hurricanes Katrina, Wilma, and Rita, how many shelters were managed by the ARC to the nearest 100? 300. In response to the Central Florida tornado of February 2007, right. the ARC began a large-scale disaster relief operation. How many Red Cross volunteers were brought in from across the nation? 5,000. Wow. What do you think about that? Uh, I well, think your time was fast. However... Were you really thinking about your answers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. Well, we'll find out. I am adding five seconds to your time because you kind of have a mood today. And so we're going to put another second on there. Put it at six seconds. Here we go. That just moved you into a new bracket. Okay. New bracket. New bracket. New bracket. bracket. Any more time you want to add, Hotshot? Ooh, more time. More time. (sighs) I'm pretty confident of my answers. You sure? Oh, so you want to add more time? Two more seconds. Done. All right. Now we're up to eight. Oh, geez. Any more time? I don't think so. Okay. Maybe. Can I take one back? No. Nope. Damn it. You want to add one more? It's nope. non-refundable, Jim. <laughs> I don't know. I'm good. I'm good okay, to go. Okay, we're locking in your time now. You're playing against Scott. Thanks to Scott. Thanks to Brad. Good luck, Scott. Thanks You'll to everybody. It. Thanks to the American Red Cross. Oh, thanks Thank to you. them. Thanks to Clara Barton. Doesn't look like Otto. She founded the American <laughs> Red Cross, but what year was that? That was Betsy Rossi was supposed to look No, no, no. Clara Barton was one as well. No, there, I thought it was, was Mrs. Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> It was also Mrs. Mary you, Todd Lincoln. Poor fella. It was Mary Todd that. Lincoln. Yeah, Thank you. He did you. not like that. Yeah, and then was, I said he looked like Ernest Borgnine. I thought that it was Mickey Rooney. No, no it was Ernest, Ernest Borgnine. Borgnine. You're right. Mm. All right, here we go. Well, anyway. I got like I said, well, what's wrong with Luna? He's an Academy Award winner for crying out loud. Uh, it's Ernest Borgnine. I know. Back to Clara that. Barton yeah. and the American Red Cross founded the, the organization in what year, Scott said? Was it Dolly Madison you're supposed to look like? Scott oh, no. said? Scott said uh, 1845. Jim, Jim said 1885. 1881. Jim is closer. He gets the point. Take it. Uh, let's see. What percentage of the American blood <coughs> supply is provided by the ARC, mm-hmm. supplying 2,600 hospitals across the nation? What percent? Scott said? 55. Jim? 45. 40%. Jim gets the point. Now, they have 36 blood service regions, but mm-hmm. how many local chapters are there nationwide for the American Red Cross? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Scott said. 2,800. Oh, Jim. 2,000. Oh, the answer? 264. Jim is closer. Oh. Jim gets that point. <laughs> uh, following hurricanes Katrina, Wilma, and Rita, mm-hmm. how many shelters managed by the American Red Cross? Scott said. 1,100. Jim? 300. 
The answer, 1,500. Ooh. Finally, Scott's on the board. Oh, you got to get this on the money, though, right? Mm-hmm. Three to one, and you really and don't be- want to go to time. I'll Damn think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had that Central Florida tornadoes in 07. American mm-hmm. Red Cross began yeah. large-scale disaster relief program. How many Red Cross volunteers were brought in mm-hmm. from across the nation? Scott Just said. Across the nation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He said 25,000. Yeah. And Jim? Jim? 5,000. Yeah, they brought in 400. That's oh. it? Yeah, that's it. Oh. Jim wins the game. Okay. I'm sorry, Scott, but, you know, what else can we say? I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will win. I can't lose. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. Pin, pin, pin. Yeah, I know my uh, Red Cross. Do you? I'm Bumby. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, Been there forever. Down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Near Whiskey Lose. Yeah, Bumby and Whiskey. <laughs> Give me that's a Whiskey and Bumby. The corner no, of Bumby on the rocks. Yeah, yeah. On the rocks. Lounge. <laughs> Get out of here, you kids. <laughs> that's where you go for your uh, CPR class lunch break. That's right. I used to teach mm-hmm. that, too. Forgot all about that. Good times. Yeah. Now they tell you, well, no breathing. Not necessarily. Just yeah. keep pumping their heart. Just Because they don't want to get, now. yeah, you know. Because people are all skittish I told about you, it. it's gross. Is that it? Yeah. People yeah. don't want to do it because they'd have to. Put no, their you mouth wear a mask. Oh. I remember we had the Recessa Annie doll in high school, and they had she you had the your... alcohol wipe. She would wipe off That's the dummy's mouth oh, yeah. after mm-hmm. each kid went. That's and... how you learn how to kiss. Mm-hmm. It's the Phillips <laughs> File on Real Radio 104.1. Don't you? That's why let's I get a sister. Let's get a check. Yeah. That's gross. Let's get a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A girl on Twitter spent $22 on avocado toast. Oh, the humanity. Why didn't she spend that money on a new house? Typical millennial. Next, a woman pregnant with twins found out that she has two uteruses. Uteri. Whatever. She has one kid in each uterus. Finally, a man had to have all four of his limbs amputated after he got a blood infection from his dog licking him. Sounds like the dog's lick was worse than its bite. Headlines were brought to you by the Phillips File blog. Go there to see James Corden and Tom Cruise skydive at realradio.fm. And transmission. Coming up next on this Wednesday edition of the Phillips File, a conversation with Scott Maxwell. From... It's a uh, recorded conversation between Scott Maxwell and his editor. Scott Maxwell <laughs> writes the Taking Names column for the Orlando Sentinel. Every Wednesday, we spend a few minutes with Mr. Maxwell, usually talking about what he's writing about. Please welcome Scott Maxwell back to the program. Well, how are you today? I am doing swell, Jim. I hope you guys are. We're doing all right. You're in the car, I hear. 
I am, and I, I have to tell you, it makes me nervous uh, because you know how some people like have a nightmare and they're a recurring nightmare. Yeah, is that they they all of a sudden on stage naked and they can't remember their lines. Yeah, they're in their underwear or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mine is that my cell phone craps out with you, and that you're going to cuss about me after I get cut off. <laughs> well, that's true. We do that every week with some other guests. Uh, well, I know. I've I've had it. I've heard it, and and that's what keeps me up at three in the morning. I shoot up in bed, go. Da-da-da! Uh-oh, you're starting to sound a little scratchy. What? Exactly. Well, today you're talking, I mean, today you're writing in your column about something that you've written about before, and this is the lack of taping by law enforcement officials when they interview suspects related to a particular crime. And then when, uh, you know, whether the suspect is adjudicated not guilty or a jury comes, you know, what it, and, uh, and, uh, and you make the point, in some cases, they've lost, they've lost the case because they failed to, 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 uh, to tape a confession or to, prote- right. or to protect themselves during a so-called confession. That's right. I, I always think that if you're doing the right thing, uh, you, you'd like to have it documented. And we talked about this during the Nora Salmon case, yeah. the Pulse trial. Uh, the bottom line on that one was the Fed said she confessed. She said she did not. And uh, the, they said had no proof because despite the fact that they interviewed her for 11 hours in 2018, where you are recorded every time you walk into a theme park, you walk into a bank, you pay a toll, uh, they never once thought they claim, to turn on a recording device, and a jury didn't believe it. So that means one of two things happened with Nora Salmon. It means either she did confess and got out of it and got off it uh, by lying about it, or it means that the cops lied about her confession. Now, the jury seemed to think it was maybe more towards the latter since they acquitted her, uh, but the bottom line is why why should we have to guess? Why why should anyway? In 23 states, it's a law. Law enforcement says... Uh, when you when you are interviewing somebody, when you are interrogating them, you record it, and it's better for the jury. It's better for everybody. But the reason I was writing about it this week is uh, down in South Florida. There's just a booger of a nasty case unfolding mm. where uh, cops in this small town of Biscayne Park, after they uh, they got uh, pressured by the FBI, they cracked and they said, "Yeah, we were basically told when we had unsolved burglaries, go find some random black guy that we've arrested sometime before." and uh, pin the crime on them, and then you just say they confessed. You know, we don't record crap anyway in this town, so you just tell them they confessed, and then we're going to pin the burglars on them. And and this is what the cops are now saying. They did it. They're the ones admitting. So Yeah, and then, you know, then you get a suspect who's charged with a particular crime. You know, they didn't do it. They have false confession, or so the cops say they confessed. Then you go into a court of law. The guy's got a record, and, and exactly the public right. defender says, look, bub, you know, they say they uh, this and that and whatever. You confess. We have no record of that. But, you know, the chances are pretty good. They'll probably convict you. So you'll go away for 15 unless you plead out right now. Maybe you get maybe they'll give you three. And the and the poor schmuck, you know, gets caught up in this nonsense, you know, saying, well, what can I do? I mean, what can you do in a case like that? It happens all the time. Talk to talk to public defenders, even talk to former state's attorneys. They'll all tell you this kind of stuff happens all the time. And you are you are absolutely right. It's something like only like ten percent of, of cases or less go to trial. Right. People plead out, and if you think about it, I, I hear it all the time when I write about these people. It's kind of ingenious in that they go after people with the record because people with records, you know, the public is inherently not sympathetic to them. So so if they've been busted for something before and they say I didn't do it, they say ah, who believes you and who cares even if you're not telling the truth. 
Uh, and and that, that's a scary way to conduct justice. Yeah. And, and in this case, uh, they, they've got the chief uh, the two officers indicted. But, but, but why? Why even have the chance? Just make it standard. Let the jury hear it. If, if somebody says, I killed her, my God, wouldn't you rather have the jury hear that so you can convict that person? Yeah, exactly. And it's not, I mean, anymore, it's certainly not very hard to turn on a tape, you know, recorder, whether it's video or whether it's audio. It doesn't take, even I can do it. It doesn't take a rocket no. scientist, you know, to operate a machine. You know, usually you, know, you press on and boom, there yeah. you go. Yeah, this is, this is basic stuff in 2018, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, what do you think of uh, Sheriff Deming's uh, spot? Have you seen it yet, political campaign ad? Actually, I only saw it without the sound on. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's all right. I don't like I don't like the stance he takes at the not stance. I mean the way he stands at the end of the commercial. Yeah, where he holds stays, himself kind of, kind of like a Superman stance. That, uh-huh. That's something Scott could speak to since he had the sound off. Hands on hips, <laughs> you know, or whatever. Yeah, like, that, now that is uh, that's arms akimbo. I do believe yeah. that's correct. It's the you know the only miss, uh, missing thing at the end is the cape, mm-hmm. and uh, you know. I, I think he's going to walk away with it, so he can probably put his hands anywhere he wants, except up his you know what, and uh, his dad, you know, probably uh, do okay. But but we'll see. Uh, but what I uh, it is interesting. Have you seen the run that Santa said? That's the funny. That's the most fascinating. The, the one where he's talking to his baby. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good God Almighty! What I yes, I have, and he's you know he's what reading uh, the art of the deal to the baby or something yes, like that, and, yes. and the baby the baby's building a, a wall with right. building a wall. box, yeah, yeah, or something with cardboard Jeez, boxes. Yeah. Little Mexican babies out of the living room, the Santa's living room, I think. And I was mentioning uh-huh. at the beginning of the program because of this uh, nonsense that happened over in Tampa. It happens at all these Trump rallies, where at the end of the rally, during the rally, whatever, you know, these uh, Trump cultists turn to the media and start giving him the finger and yelling at him and fake news Mm -hmm. and this and that, whatever. I think it's incumbent upon the media uh, to do a little bit better job of saying, yeah, but you, you know, lest you forget in calling out what you consider to be fake news, I don't even know what that means. Uh, all of all the things, you know, just take the past two or three decades or since Watergate, and everything that the media and a free democracy utilizing the First Amendment have done, you know, whether it's the Pentagon Papers, I was mentioning, you know, you just start making that list and say, where do you, where do you think these, these, these problems, how do you think they were discovered? What do you think the government just lays them out? Wow, he did wrong. I mean, <laughs> yeah, and I mentioned, right. I mentioned in 1992 or 1993, the Orlando Sentinel won a Pulitzer Prize because they did a series of reports on uh, on the unjust seizure of millions of dollars in, uh, from motorists, uh, most of them minorities, along, I think, probably I-95, and uh, won a Pulitzer Prize. Nobody would have known about that had it not been for the media. I mean, what do they think people are doing? I just don't think they care, and uh, the people you're talking about, the sort of cult you're talking about, and this, this may not be everybody who, who voted for Donald Trump, I should uh, make that distinction. We're talking about the people that you're talking about, the ones who walk uh, by the cameras, flip them the middle bird, wear their F the media t-shirt, right. and uh, scream at the... Yeah, I, I, I mean, you're, you're, you're raising questions with people you can't have a conversation with, uh, because they haven't thought it through. But you're right, virtually every injustice, every corruption... Uh, that has been uncovered, and uh, yeah. large parties have been the media in this community and, and other ones. But uh, I, I just I don't I don't think they yeah, do, I, and, and, and and I don't see any sense of the tide turning. In fact, one of my columns for tomorrow is uh, Ron DeSantis. 
he's probably, I mean, he, he looks like he's going to cruise to an absolute victory here. And, over Putnam. Uh, uh, over Putnam. And, yeah. you know, we've been watching for a few weeks, and you may shake your shoulders. It's, it's really important to know what a remarkable turnaround that is. I mean, six months ago, one year ago, two years ago, Adam Putnam was the coronated king. Right. I mean, this guy had been uh, kissing Republican and establishment ass for 20 years. He kissed every ring he was supposed to, from the NRA to the Chamber of Commerce. He sucked up the big sugar. He'd he done it all. This was, he was going to walk away with it. And all it took was Donald Trump to go, yeah, I don't think so. It's Ron DeSantis. And it was like a 30-point swing. A 30-point swing. Well, you, you usually would be, have to be caught with a live boy or a dead girl to have something like that. A politician, I just want to walk away with it. My point is, everything that you're expressing concerns about, I don't see there's any insurance for these people to change their mind. It works. Yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll make a bet right now if anybody wants to make a bet. Right, uh, yeah. A Democrat will be elected governor of Florida. You already have the bet a Republican on the books, will not be, Another Republican will not be elected governor of Florida. It's just It just is not going to happen, number one. I do believe, well, who knows in Florida. You've got to bet with Pinky. A Democrat will be elected Florida governor already. One dollar on the books. I think I happen to believe right now that uh, that Rick Scott will be elected to the Senate, but I happen to believe that a Democrat will be elected governor of Florida. I am prone to believe, agree with you on both counts, but I want to quantify, uh, qualify it. I think if someone like Gwen Graham gets uh, the, pro- the nominee, yeah. that, that she will probably win as a Democrat. I am not sure about some of these other guys. Uh, I, I think who have maybe they haven't been vetted carefully. You know, Jeff Green, probably not going to do it. But remember, he was making... Headlines, people I don't remember right now, but the headlines he was making six years ago when he ran for Senate were for like cocaine parties with Lindsay Lohan and Mike Tyson. Right. I don't know, he said that wasn't his, and uh, that's just, you know, if he emerges somehow out of this thing, uh, well, there's going to be more to play with. As long as it's side. not the one who's got his daughter in the ad who doesn't want to eat a cookie and, and they keep talking. Uh, like Chris King. King. Oh, that's a, I, like I hate King. that. That I ad, I just want to. If I, that Mary Grace had better stop with the cookie thing. It's like annoying as all get child. I hate it when politicians oh, no. throw their it. kids in there. I stop hate it. Stop Mary Grace from being on those TV ads. It's horrible. Stop picking on her. She's a kid. That's right. I don't like partner. it, and your phone sounds like crap. Hey. <laughs> well, don't be mean to him. I'm yeah, sorry. Exactly. Just sorry. I'll go I, buy that Mary Grace partner. thing made me a little crazy. Right, sorry. What's, what's coming up in the next column? Uh, tomorrow's column is a look at how the fortunes of both Adam Putnam and Alan Grayson, uh, who were both rising stars, now look like toast. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're right. Yep. All right, Scott, thank so, you. Appreciate it. Scott Maxwell. Right. Right. Scott Maxwell oh, is the boy, taking names phone. column for the Orlando Sentinel. Hey, almost went the, the route of the, the five-minute uh, professor. Five professor. <laughs> I he was saw getting you getting close. itchy. You were getting itchy, ready to he hang up on him. Uh, yeah. I know. And whenever well, she was... sees that little smoldering, she's all too happy to throw a gallon of gasoline on it. Gasoline on the fire, Mo. What does that mean? That means you get you see him getting a little riled up, and you start poking him. Come on, you're mad, right? You're mad, right? Come on. <laughs> I said it. that phone is about ready to go. I, I was mad tell. at him. It was just you know the phone was you know <laughs> starting to get that echo. Uh huh. He knew it too. He before he, he gave me a heads up earlier today. Hey, listen, I'm a camp. I'm I'll step out, but I'm going to be on <laughs> my cell phone. I'm worried. How many hundreds of calls have we taken on cell phones over the year? Hundreds, without, hundreds, hundreds, hundreds. So many, with most without problems. No worries. He called the first time he called me. It was worse. I'm like, dude, you call me, call, call me back. And he did. I'm like, okay, it's a little better. And I start talking to him, and it starts fading. I'm okay, like, so you're telling me his nightmare so came true? Oh, today. absolutely. Okay. What was his nightmare? That you would exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. That he would call this program. No, the, and what, that you, I and, thought, was, yeah, but his other nightmare was what? Be naked on stage without anything to say. 
Uh, oh, that's never bothered me. <laughs> Haven't you had that? Uh, I'm in my underwear and unprepared dream. I never have an. Un- I never. No, I have an unprepared dream. An unprepared. But I'm never in my underwear. Oh. I don't have that. I don't have that underwear dream. A lot of people have that underwear dream. I yeah, don't. Uh. Uh-uh. But when you say unprepared, you walk into the studio, you open the microphone, and boom, you don't know what to say. No, it's just you know, it's just like oh, frantic. I'm running behind. Yeah. I'm just always Ooh. running behind. Mm-hmm. Last it. night I was ready to go on the air, and then my wife Catherine called in this dream I had, and she said. She's she's screaming into the phone, and I couldn't go. You, know, you couldn't okay, help her. Okay, I'm coming, baby. Oh. Yeah, she had a tarantula in the car. Ah! There was a tarantula in the car. And you wouldn't help her. That's not I nice. did help her. Oh, I thought you had to go on the air. No, I, I did have to go on the air, but oh. I couldn't go on the air because I had to go help my wife with the tarantula. I would help her too. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, no kidding. So how do you do that? How do you help? You just get a couple of those bump oh. bombs, baby. You get ready. You throw or them right yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Close the door. Oh, poor tarantula. Oh, Peter, they're going to call up. They're the puppies of spiders. Everyone knows that. They're soft. I had a dream they one. They can bite you. No, they... Yeah, I think they can no. bite you. You think a tarantula can't bite you? I don't think so. I've held one before. They have those... Cr- well, you didn't make it mad. Cr- don't they have almost like pinchers or something? They've Are got those fuzz, the They got fuzz pinchers. Oh. I would... No, me too. I would lose I'm it. sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, all right, bro. They, no, oh. but they, they can bite Hold you. you, bro. Just they're so. not poisonous, but they can bite you. I imagine it would hurt. I imagine it would. Yeah, I guess they can bite you. That's what Mr. Google said. <laughs> I had a dream one time Mo wouldn't stop cursing on the air, and we ran out of dumps, and then it was really uh, scary for me. Because then right. Jack yelled at me. <laughs> well, it's oh. your fault. How was it his fault? I was running the board that day, oh, and it caused okay. me a lot of stress. Well, they were putting Sorry. something in her mouth. Hey, hey, like watch it. Shoe or something. No. Mm. I like my shoes. Like her you. handbag. Hey. Yeah, get something big. <laughs> like this toolbox over no. here. Yeah, what is that? A toolbox. <laughs> There's a toolbox. Russ's toolbox. And a handbag. And your shoe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's a. Uh, well, I know. I'm not going to. It doesn't matter. Oh, no, I, I want to know. Oh. All right, we'll take a it's break. A Shot Doctor is coming in for uh, Shot Doctor. We've got a speed round. Oh, and then Shot Doctor casting call. All upcoming on Real Radio 104.1. Oh, promise and hope and totally ignorant of reality. That's how a man's supposed to talk to a woman when he's being sexy. Real Radio 104.1. Shot Doctor's here for Shot Doctor, the Shot Doctor speed round, new uh, thing we're doing, and uh, Shot Doctor uh, casting call. How about next week you sing along with Roy Orbison? I have been compared to Roy Orbison many times during my karaoke escapades. I can sing this song as good as he did. I will get the lyrics for you. We'll do that next week. I'll do it. Okay. Count me in. Didn't you do Gene Pitney once? He did. Town Town Without Pity? Yeah, I I nailed that one. This one I'll do even better. It was good. You did a good job on that song. Yeah, I love singing. Shot Doctor, our colleague from uh, down the hallway from, uh, what's the station again? That'd be FM 96.9, the game, Orlando Sports Player, the new home of the Orlando Magic. Oh, there's an extra piece. And uh, what was the big uh, topic of conversation today? Urban Meyer Mm -hmm. and this whole incident regarding Mm. 
what he knew or didn't know about domestic abuse involving one of his assistant coaches going back to when they were together at Florida. And now they are, well, they were together at Ohio State until Zach Smith was fired involving domestic violence. But it all goes back to what Urban Meyer knew or did not know. It also involves his wife and what she knew about this because yeah. she was in contact with the victim here, which is Zach Smith's um, ex-wife. Brett McMurphy, a college football writer, details the entire thing on his Facebook page. It's a long read, but I read it. And you'd have to read it to understand everything that, that went down the here. The story has legs. Meyer in trouble. There will be trouble coming out of Ohio State for this one. Really? There probably has to be. Okay. Uh, the only comparison, in a way, might be what happened in Michigan State with Larry Vass. Remember the article, mm -hmm. the whole thing right there. The football and basketball right. coach escaped that one. But this one might be more concrete, and uh, it has legs. All right, we got the shot, Doctor Speed round. This is something new. Last week, I just it just came out of the blue, and I was asking the uh, shot doctor about uh, how football is looking at the various state uh, universities in Florida. Are right, you limited to ten seconds on any one subject here? All right, fire away. I think I can do this. I have a lot of confidence in you. All right. Are you ready? I live in a state of readiness. Okay. You know, you you go twelve, thirteen seconds. That's fine. Fifteen. That's it. That's the max. I'd like it in 10 seconds, 15 at the max. Are you ready? Let's do it. Anything, you know, so this is my list. So I'm going to be like last week. Are you ready? Sure. There we go. Chipper Jones. Definitely a Hall of Famer, one of my favorite players of all time, and one of the greatest switch hitters of all time, third base and outfield. 2019 MLS All-Star Game in Orlando. Will be a gigantic hit. Uh, they'll have 70,000 people in Atlanta tonight for the one in, in Atlanta. We can do the same thing here, except our stadium's not quite as big, but you get the idea. Sell out. Tour de France. I've not watched the Tour de France since uh, since Greg LeMond, remember him, was, was actually a part of this, so I'm, I'm over that thing. Former oh. UCF football coach Scott Frost. Uh, Scott Frost will have Nebraska playing in the Big Ten title game in two years. He'll get it done really quickly over there in a tremendous conference. And last, Jerry Jones. Uh, Jerry Jones talking about the anthem has ended. The NFL's told him to shut up, and you won't hear from him again until sometime in September. That's next month. That's it. Shot mm. wow. Dr. Speed round. Pretty damn good, huh? He knows I like that. France kind of threw you off it's a little over. bit. It did, except I, I thought about Greg Lamond. Believe it or not, how many years ago that not was? Not Lance Armstrong. No, Greg Lamond. Oh. Yeah, I remember Greg Lamond. He won like what three or four times. He was really yeah, good without doping. Mm -hmm. And then he, uh, then I think, I, I think he had a hunting accident. I, he? I lost Got track. Shot in the leg. I lost track of him after the Tour de France. I'm, I'm not sure what happened to him then. He's Tour still the out there. He's still out there, but he, he, I think he's a big critic of uh, you know, Widner or whatever. But uh, you know, doping and Oddly enough, all of when you professional bicycle racing. When you mentioned Tour de France, the first thing I thought of was Greg LeMond, mm. not Lance Armstrong. That's telling. What do you think is going to happen to what do they call them? Mm. Uh, I think they're called step girls. Mm. You know, when they win a certain stage of the Tour de France, they always have two women on the side of the winner of the stage, and they hand them to this, and then they give them a. You know, kiss, kiss on the on cheek, cheek or whatever. It's cute, yeah. There's been a big, yeah, but there's been a because of the Me Too movement and the, mm. you know, this and that. Is this really necessary in this day and age to have, you know, women in their high heels up on stage giving somebody a kiss because they won stage four of the Tour de France? What's the big deal? I don't know. They make such a big deal about things these days that I, I don't even get it sometimes. I try to keep things simple. It seems a little sexist in this day and age, doesn't it? Yeah. But you not getting something seems about right. Yes. I think uh, NFL uh, uh, NFL cheerleaders should be paid a decent wage. 
Yes, they really should be. They're they're a big part of the games. They really and they've become a big part they're of the games. Treated like dirt, a lot of them shouldn't be. They should be paid a lot better. I to, I, I totally think that. I've thought that for a long time. All right, let's move on to a casting call. Where's my script? No, oh, there no. it is. Got a script today. A shot doctor, of course, is in this. Uh, so is Jack, and so is Mister Pinkman. Mm. Now, uh, what I do is I find a movie, then a scene from the movie, and in this case, these three. Young men will act it out on the air, and if you can identify the movie, then let us know at Real Mobile seven seven zero three one. What do you think, Shot? You nailed it last week. I'll nail this one the same way. They can't stop me. All right, is everybody ready? I everybody live in a knows. state of readiness. Everybody oh, knows their places. Yes, has their spots. All right, the studio is very quiet right now. Cables are set aside. The lighting is absolutely perfect. Cinematographer is ready. Camera is rolling and. Action. So you're Aldo the Apache. So you're the Jew hunter. I'm a detective, a damn good detective. Finding people is my specialty. So naturally, I work for the Nazis finding people. And yes, some of them are Jews. But Jew hunter? <laughs> Just a name that stuck. Well, you do have to admit it. It is catchy. You control the nicknames your enemies bestow on you. Aldo the Apache and, and the little man. What what do you mean, little man? German's nickname for you. The German's nickname for me is the little man? And as if to make my point, I'm a little surprised how tall you are in real life. I mean, you're a little fellow, but not circus midget little, as your reputation would suggest. Where's my men? Where's Bridget Von Hammersmark? Well, let's just say she got what she deserved. Cut. Why do you sound God, French? My God, was I good. I was riveting. Is it Apache or Apache? You said Apache. Apache. What did it's I say? Apache. You kept um, saying Apache. It goes either way. No, it's Apache. It's right. an Apache. You said Apache, but so the, you're Aldo the Apache. But the accent, the accent denotes it to be Apache. It's part of the accent. Oh. That's the accent that I carried. Did you notice how good the accent yeah, was? Yeah, until you said deserved in your last line. Because you went Southern on the word deserved. What do you mean Southern? You went. You had a Southern accent. Deserved. You had the... Kind of Scottish German <laughs> accent that you with a little and then it went Boris uh, Badenoff in there. Yeah, and then it went Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Did you notice how great during this course I, I changed the accent but still kept the theme the same way? That's what the great actors can do. Mm-hmm. My God, was like, do I get a Jimmy for this one too, Jim? I don't know. Mm. It's not up to me. Really? No, it's really not. It's, it's always up it? to you. No, it's a committee, Mo. Oh, it's oh. a special committee mm-hmm. of people who I've asked to help out with this. I don't have enough time to. And I don't think it would be right for me to judge. Jimmy, but you, but you supervise the committee. I organize the committee. Sure. And I say, you know. Get it done. And I, get, I, get, I go to Publix. I get them the stuff to nosh on while they're making their final decisions. Mm-hmm. It's very That's generous. Yeah. Like a Mahjong game. Went to Publix today myself. Did you? Yeah. Sure did. What'd you get for dinner? Buy one, get one free salads. Oh, the bag All of salad. That. Bag of salad? Yeah. Veggie lovers, buy one, get one free. Mm-hmm. Bananas. Wait a minute. You buy prepared salads or just a bag of greens? No, a bag of salad. Bag, and it says veggie lovers. Yeah, but all kinds of vegetables Do you in make there. a salad or mm-hmm. you just eat it out of the bag? No, you put it in a bowl, right? You take a big plate, you pile the whole bag of salad on top of that. You eat all that in one sitting? Yeah. Oof. Oh. Roughage. Yeah, it's good for your colon, I guess. <laughs> That's right, roughage. Mm-hmm. A whole bag of salad? Yeah, it's not that much. You know, bag of salad, right? I mean, I know a bag of salad, but yeah. that's a lot of salad. No, but it's like a bag with salad in it. 
Got a lot of dietary oh, fiber in there, Oh, I see what you're Jim. saying. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a, ba- okay, a bag of salad. Right. Bag of salad. Okay. Yeah, it's different than bag of Sorry, it wasn't like a, a bag of kale. It was a, no, no, it's different. It's, it's a it's mixed salad. It's already prepared salad in a bag. You put a, dress, a dressing on Thousand it? Thousand Island. Oh, yeah. Mm, it's sick of calories in there. A lot yeah, of calories. Right. I don't worry about calories. calories. I burn those off. I worry about flavor and taste mm-hmm. and dietary fiber and, and what, roughage. And what's in the bag of salad besides? Veggie lovers. Different kinds of lettuce. Yeah. Romaine, iceberg. Sometimes radishes. Carrots. Sometimes carrots. Oh, really? Radishes. Yeah. Snow peas are in there. All kinds of stuff. Those carrots. Pur- purple things. Yeah, carrots. carrots. Radishes. We said radishes already. Yeah. Losing your mind. You, you read the side of the bag, Jim, and it's got a whole lot of dietary fiber in there also. So you want to take care of stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. A clean colon is a happy colon. That's what I say. Mm-hmm. I and that's, that's what good. I say. That's good. All right, Shot Doctor, you did a pretty good job. Oof. I appreciate that. A very good accent one right there, too. I really worked on this one. Mm. It was. Do we know what pe- did people guess the right movie? Oh, sorry. Oh, uh, Roots. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Gay Black Mamas, Three Men and a Baby. Uh, Public Enemy Number One. No. Grumpy Old Men. Uh. Uh-uh. They're like, are you sure? <laughs> oh, you know. I uh, Turner and Hooch. Mm-mm. Uh, let's see, and, oh, yep, here's Pillow Talk. No, that's not right. And many, 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 many guesses for Blazing Saddles. Oh, no, that's incorrect. More guesses for Inglorious Bastards. There exactly. you go. Real Winner. Hey, Pinkman, I thought, your, uh, I thought your accent, your Brad Pitt accent was good. Uh, really really good. good. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, can you do that line again? Uh, Which line first is that? One or first second one or second one? Oh, the uh, second one, right at the end, mm. where uh, Shot says, but not Circus Midget Little. As your reputation would suggest. Where's my men? Where's Bridget Von Hammersmark? You hit it right on the mark, buddy. Yes. I've been working on that one ever since I first saw that movie, sir. A lot of Jimmy's coming out of this one. At least one. Just for you? Yes. Oh. All right, Shove. We'll do it again next Wednesday, all right? <laughs> next Wednesday. I'll, be, I'll see you next Wednesday. Yeah. Same time, same Speed place. Speed was good. I like that. Mm-hmm. We'll do it again next Wednesday. I'll be ready for that, too. Oh, all right, there we go. Shot Doctor and Casting Call on the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. It's time to rise above the fud jokes and hemorrhoid humor. Even if only for a few fleeting moments. And actually learn. Something. This is the Five Minute Professor. Here we go again. Let's try to put that man on the moon. Time for the Five Minute Professor. Greetings and salutations, Professor. And to you, Mr. Phillips, and the file. Oh, that Ooh, pause. What dreaming. are you doing? I was ready. Yeah, you are. I was ready. You are dancing with the I devil, waited. Bill. In the pale moonlight. I think you sound terrific. Don't let them bother you. Well, today I am back in my basement office. Uh huh. Uh, that they've assigned me at that call center down the street. We've decided we're going to go back to this. This works. Yeah, it does. Uh, so we're definitely going to do this. Okay, that's Next fine. Week we'll try something totally different. But for this week, we'll do this. I've got the I've got the can and the line started at my house. Uh-huh. It's just going to take me a while to get all the way to Maitland. All right, get it nice and taut, nice and tight. Yeah, the string uh-huh. is great. It sounds good. Uh, we're going to talk tonight about sea turtles. I know you talked about that a little bit. Uh, last week, you mentioned that you are a, uh, a fan of the sea turtles and you find them fascinating. I saw them come ashore a few months a That's few right. months back. Fascinating. What really is remarkable is how important the Florida coast is to the life of sea turtles everywhere in the Atlantic. What? There are Atlantic populations and uh, and Pacific populations. There are only seven types of sea turtles in the world, and five of them nest in Florida. 
Now, not every one of them nests in Florida, but there are five types of sea turtles that nest on the beaches of Florida, on east coast, on each coast, primarily, however, on the Atlantic coast. If they were born and go into the water, I mean, the chances of them making it back are, are slim. Yeah. But those that grow from the teeny little baby turtles into the big turtles and come back to lay eggs, they come back to the same beach. I don't understand this. I mean, this is like monarch butterflies and the swallows and Capistrano. Man, I just it just blows my mind. The craziest ones really are the monarch butterflies, because the monarch butterflies go back to a place where their parents were from. Correct. Not a place they ever were. They that's never cor- were that's, there. That's yeah, correct. That's, it. that's weirder to me than what these turtles do, which is, you know what? I got home. That's not that exciting. I get home most nights. Mm. Right, yeah, but you wouldn't get home if you let you wouldn't get home if you left your house and never came back when you were you know two days old or a day old. You underestimate me, sir. <laughs> oh my! All right, there are five different. But you're absolutely right. It is fascinating that they're able to get back to the same place and and to, and to spend because the journeys which they take are tremendous. Many sea turtles. Uh, will go thousands of miles, and males never come back on shore. Males never come home. Only females do this. Well, think about this as well. I mean, how many generations, just take Florida beaches where leatherbacks or green turtles or whatever come back. How many generations of those turtles have come back to that same beach? It's been going on for how long? How many hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years, the descendants of that first turtle coming back? It's it's very very remarkable. I find it to be. Now, did you know that we have an official state water reptile? Uh, excuse me, saltwater reptile. A state? Uh, oh, like an official an official state saltwater reptile. Because oh, our yeah. official state reptile is the uh, Al- American Al- alligator. Alligator, yeah. Yeah, okay. But we also have a an official saltwater reptile. What would that be. Do you is, know which one it is? Is it a, a crocodile? snake? It is neither of those things. It is a loggerhead sea turtle. A loggerhead. Uh-huh. Oh, I guess that is a reptile or an amphibian. It is a reptile. It's a reptile. A turtle is a yeah. reptile. It's also the official state reptile. The, uh, uh, yes, it's also the official state reptile of South Carolina. Hmm. But I believe that's because they don't have gators. There are over 60,000 loggerhead nesting sites in Florida. And these things are big. They're typically 300 pounds. They can grow yeah. as large as 1,000 pounds. Yeah. They are the second largest of all sea turtles. They are longer and heavier than a Galapagos tortoise. Where? So I think we can imagine the Galapagos tortoise. Now imagine a sea turtle that is bigger than that, and that is the standard size for a loggerhead. You see these things coming out of the surf, and then they... Make their way up, uh, you know, towards the they uh, dig dunes. A little hole. Yeah, but it takes it takes a long time for them to dig oh, their nest, and you go. This turtle's mother, 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 mother. How many mothers? How many mother turtles of that mother? Grandmother, yeah. Were on that beach. Oh, long before we were here. Millions of years back. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. fascinating. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of theories as to how they do it. I. I've heard people speculate that they navigate by the stars, but that is nonsensical to me. Birds do it. All of it's nonsensical. 
So none of it makes any sense. So it doesn't matter to me what's nonsensical or not, because none of it makes any sense. It is as logical that they left a rock and they just come back and find the rock as anything else. I think they work off polarities. That makes sense. Oh, that's, yeah, I know. I'm I'm a a turtle expert now. Uh, loggerheads can live up to 60 years in the wild, but that is actually just a guess because very little is known, surprising, about loggerhead turtles, except for that they are omnivores and that they're capable of sleeping underwater for between four and seven hours, which is remarkable in that because they are reptiles, they have lungs and they breathe air. Why do they call them loggerheads? Uh, it is uh, because of the shape of their head. Looks like a a, a logger. Logger. Uh, uh, <laughs> some kind of something to do with. It's all right for us to say we don't know. What is that? I what don't know this answer. I mean, I understand leatherback. Oh, leatherback. Okay. Oh, I, I understand next. green turtle or whatever it is, but yeah, you know, loggerhead. I don't know why they would call them that. Yeah, you may. I, there's it's got something to do with the shape of their head, and it's probably European influence. Maybe, yeah. So it's probably a European term for a logger. Battering ram. I don't know. Possibly, but so the tortoise is has is made up of two parts. The shell's made up of two parts. Uh, sea turtles, excuse me. But unlike the freshwater turtles, they can't pull their limbs back inside of their shell. They're too big for their limbs to come back inside of their shell. The shells are made of two pieces. The top part is called the carapace, Mm -hmm. and it's typically a series of bony appendages called scoots that combine together, mainly made of keratin. And then the bottom piece is called the plastron, which is made of the same kind of material, but it grows differently because it's on the bottom. And by the way, don't mess with them. Don't don't mess with their don't mess with their nests. If they catch you, they'll throw you in in prison for a while. And uh, and don't mess with them if they're coming ashore because they'll 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 beat you with a stick if they find you doing that. And and a lot of it is because it's the only way that they can be protected. They are protected primarily around the world, everywhere. There are no countries which don't have any protections. We're going to talk a little bit later about some peculiarities of areas where, although a lot of them are protected, there are certain spots where they're not protected. Right, hold that thought, and uh, we'll finish up on uh, sea turtles in Florida in a bit with the 5-Minute Professor on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news here with Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A crime novelist has been sentenced to death for the murder of four people. Sounds like murder, he wrote. Oh my. Next, a kangaroo broke into an Australian home and locked itself in the bathroom. Clearly it was an angsty teenager kangaroo. Probably mad that there's no grass to eat. Finally, speaking of Australia, a dog finished the Australian half marathon earned a medal and got taken to dog jail. Where's the ADLU when you need it? Calling the Australian Dog Liberties Union to save this good boy. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Alexa, play Real Radio 104.1 on iHeartRadio. And transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From to the 5-Minute Professor, finish that lecture on sea turtles, Professor, and then we'll have a quiz. 
All right. So we talked about the uh, loggerhead, the official saltwater reptile of the state of Florida. The leatherback is also found in the beaches and waters off of Florida. It's the largest of all the sea turtles. can be nine feet long and five feet across, weigh up to 1,500 pounds. It is the only one of the sea turtles that is endothermic, meaning they create their own heat. All of the rest of them are like most reptiles where they're lethargic when it's colder and more active when it's warmer, so they prefer warmer water. Uh, Leatherbacks eat primarily jellies. They still have a bony shell, but it's covered by an oily flesh and a leathery skin. The Kemp's Ridley is really our state's Uh, I'm going to call it native turtle because it is called the Kemp's Ridley because it was the first specific version of it that was sent to Harvard was from Key West from Richard Kemp back in the late 1800s. The the Hawksbill Sea Turtle was the source for tortoise shell. The tortoise shell style was actually Hawksbill Sea Turtles. Green sea turtles are named not for the color of anything that you can see until you've taken the turtle apart. It is a layer of fat, which is in between the vital organs inside and the shell. That is the part that is green. Uh, The Cayman Turtle Farm, you ever been to the Cayman Turtle Farm? I have not. It was a commercial operation where they commercially, they saved... uh, turtle shells that would have otherwise been damaged by the environment somehow, either chemically or physically, because they were just laid in a bad place. And they eventually were raising green sea turtles to raise for meat and for the shells and for turtle leather. And it was a commercial operation. It was like a farm. Uh, But when international commerce stopped allowing the trade of anything legal or illegal uh, for the turtle trade, They kind of went out of business, and now it's more of like a wildlife sanctuary where they help turtles recuperate. Uh, The dry tortugas are named for sea turtles. Tortuga, tortuga. Tortuga or turtle dry because there's no fresh water on the dry tortugas. And the final little tiny bit I have for you is that my home city, Worcester, Massachusetts, has a famous statue in it called Boy with a Turtle. And it was the base of it was created by the same man who created the Lincoln Memorial, Henry Bacon. And the statue was created by uh, a sculptor who committed suicide uh, while they were working on the sculpture. And if you look at it in a certain way and you have a a mind which lends yourself to that sort of thing, just do a search for a boy with a turtle on the Internet, and it looks for all the world like something bad's going on. But he's just playing with the turtle, for goodness sake. Oh, like he's fornicating with the turtle? It looks like that a lot. Uh, come on. Let's check this out. It, it looks like that. But the, the sculpture was actually finished by a man named Sherry Fry, who went on to have a pivotal role in the use of camouflage for artillery positions during World War One. Make sure you check out The Boy with a Turtle, the Burnside Fountain in Worcester, Massachusetts. Are we ready for some questions? Sure. It's okay. only the three of us. Well, we got four. Man, no, we got I don't five. know where we are. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fritz is over there. You just can't see him. And, and Pinkman, Pinkman is slumping like, down. Yeah, he's yeah, sitting okay. low in his All right, seat. fire away, Professor. we got about five minutes. 
Number one, my favorite type of World War I camouflage was the razzle-dazzle camouflage used in naval vessels before sonar. It was designed to confuse submariners. Razzle-dazzle is also a song from the musical Chicago, which first appeared on Broadway in what year? Jim, well, that was, uh, believe it or not, 1972. After 1972. Moira, 1980. Before 1980. There you go. Jack, 1976. Before 1976. Uh, uh, Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 1974. After 1974. Mm. Mr. Pinkman. Pinkman. 1975. Absolutely correct. Nice, Good job, Pinkman. Well, we got this. Mm-hmm. In 1975, my beloved Boston Red Sox made it the World Series. Against what team from Ohio, Mr. Bradshaw? The Reds, the Big Red Machine. The Big Red Machine went on to the playoffs six times in the 1970s, winning two World Series, one against the Red Sox in 75, and what other American League East team lost to the Reds in 1976? Oh. Anyone else want to guess? Uh, That was... uh, was Anyone else want to guess? That's the Yankees. It is the Yankees. Oh, my God. I got one. Oh, look at you. The only Hall of Famer on that 1976 Yankees team was James Augustus Hunter, a starting pitcher better known by what nickname? Catfish. Catfish is absolutely correct. Jim Jim got two. Oh, boy. Look at that. (laughs) Two sports questions for Mr. Phillips. Look at him go. Uh, The world's largest catfish are found in the Mekong River in Vietnam. Thailand. Oh! Uh, and the largest recorded <laughs> specimen weighed how many pounds? That's really oh, I see. Okay, here we go. The largest catfish. Well, believe it or not, 80 pounds. More. Oh, oh, oh a lot more. more a lot more. more. Uh, okay. 150 pounds. More. Oh, a lot more, Mo. Okay, that would be 502 pounds. More. Get out. Fritz. Mr. Fritz. 1,000. Oh. Less than a thousand. Now oh gosh! So between five hundred two and a thousand. Come on, less Pink than man. That. Okay, Don't screw uh, it up, Pinky. Pinky. Pink Pink. Uh, eight hundred pounds. Six hundred and forty-six. Pinkman. Damnation. Pinkfish. They're huge. In fact, some of them have been known to take out water buffalo. Mm-hmm. Gonna make you and smell people. my shirt, Pinkman. Today, mm. based on conversion rates, six hundred and forty-six pounds sterling. Would be about how many dollars? Jim, uh, oh, 646 pounds pound sterling. Jim, work off of me. Would be okay. $800. More than $800. Not much. Mm-hmm. Not a bad guess, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, not a good bet. Mm, you said $800. i will say uh, 900 Less than $900. 850 I'm going to give you 850. It was 852 this Good. morning. That is the answer I was looking for. It was 850. Of course, that rate can change. Pounds are the fourth most traded currency in the world. The U.S. dollar is number one. What are the two currencies which are second and third most commonly traded around the world? Jim, I'll try the euro. The euro is second. And the renebi of China. What does that mean? Not the Chinese currency. Okay. Oh. Uh, yen. Oh. Yen. No, it's oh, oh, oh. Ren- Renabi or something. I don't think it's yen anymore. Oh. Ruble. Uh, yeah. Uh, droopy. Droppy. Droopy. Third, some... third most traded currency around the world. Uh, peso. 
Are we, are we guessing? Do we uh, share is somebody or? guessing? No, I'll, wait, I'll, I'll wait just throw it out there. I mean, right, you know. What's the currency of India? Ruby. Ruble. Rubles, ruby. Rupee. Okay, I'll say that. Moira, rupee. Oh, damn it. All right. I will say gold. Mm. Gold is not a currency. It is a. He was just kidding with that. He didn't really mean that. Anyway, no. so what do you think? How about a? Um... Actually, someone has said it, but not actually said it as a guess. Oh. oh, okay, Jack Peso. Not the peso. Oh, then France. France. Oh, yeah, France. No, what's? I, I need another one. Oh, um, we said another one. Um, yes, you did. Oh yes, we did. Uh, yen. Yen is absolutely mm. correct. Nicely done. Mm. Japan. The Japanese Japan, word, yeah. which gives us the word yen, actually means round. Mm. So when they say yen, they're talking about the coins, which are actually introduced by uh, Europe. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's similar to the uh, Korean won, the Chinese yawn. What country uses the dong as a unit of currency? What currency? What country uses the dong as a unit of currency? Jack, Thailand. Not Thailand, but you are in the right Jim. part of the world. Laos. Not Laos, further east. Come on. Vietnam. Um, oh, Vietnam. I was Vietnam. thinking Vietnam. Uh, Vietnam. Vietnam is absolutely correct. Good job thinking of that all on okay, your own. Okay, yeah, I was thinking Thanks something altogether different, but okay then. Vietnam was known as French Indochina from 1887 until what year? Yes. Vietnam was 1954. It is 1954. Wow. We watched a Ken Burns thing. It was a Ken Burns thing, right? That was episode one. Yeah, I knew that. It was the Battle of Bien Den Phu when the Mm -hmm. French lost to the Oh, boy, that's a lot of things, yeah. Uh, Points. Points are piling up, stacking up like cordwood. By 1954, what Central American country had its first presidential election after dissolving its military? Mr. Phillips. Argentina. No, Central America. Argentina is not Central America. Oh, Central America. Oh, sorry. Uh, What's the year? 54. By 1954, what Central American country had its first presidential election after dissolving its military? Panama. Panama dissolved its military in 1990. Jim, that's uh, Costa Rica. It is Costa Rica. Nice. Costa Rica and Panama are two Central American countries with no military, although they have police forces. Costa Rica is the only place in North America where it is legal to harvest what type of eggs for food? But you shouldn't. Moira, turtle eggs. Sea turtle eggs can be harvested for food at turtle nesting grounds in a reserve in Costa Rica, which is absurd, Mm. but absolutely true. Nicely done. You guys did a fantastic job today. You did totally miss one question, but it was very difficult, and you stacked up a lot of bonus answers there. And as a result, thanks to the work of Mr. Fritz and Mr. Pinkman, you have... A 96. There's a solid A. That's not too bad. That. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. okay, whatever. Nice work. <laughs> right. It's no 88. All right, what are no. you up to? Where are you going to be? Uh, so tomorrow night, I am going to be at uh, the Philly Grape in Maitland. Okay. Uh, and I do that every single Thursday night. We go there. We start at 7 o'clock. We play two hours of trivia. We get done just before HQ trivia, which I play at 9 o'clock. Oh, right sure. At 9 o'clock. I play it with the other people there in the bar. We play it together as a team. <laughs> How far have you gotten on that? 
I've won a couple times. We got what a dollar fifteen. Right. I, I have a dollar twenty six in my account. Oh, here. there you go. Do not undersell me. Quickly, right. uh, <laughs> where else? Mm-hmm. I, uh, on Saturday nights, I'm at Waco Taco. And on Tuesday nights, I am at Post Time Lounge and Cafe. We do that every single Tuesday night, immediately followed by karaoke. Make sure you check out my YouTube page, Five Minute Professor on YouTube. I have over 200 videos on a wide variety of topics, wow. several of them interesting. And to check out my Facebook page, it's where I list all of my upcoming events and my two live, which I usually live stream, my two new podcasts that I do. Good night, right, everybody. Professor. Good job. Job, professor we'll do it again next wednesday five and a professor you hear that music we're up against the clock it's time for ppt person place or thing yeah quickly do we have a prize oh we do jim and it is tickets to see orlando city take on the new england revolution at orlando city stadium it's happening this saturday and it's going to be a lot of fun august 4th at 7 30 p.m tickets are on sale now go to realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. There we go. Mark, you're first up. Mark, thanks for hanging in there. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Uh, let's try a place. Let's try a place. Thanks to Brad for the category. Thank you, Brad. Mm-hmm. Clue number one, this place has relatively low-lying mountains surrounding a central plain with several navigable rivers extending inland. I'll give you a clue. It's nowhere in Africa. Okay. Is it in, uh, is it in North America? No. Mm. Uh, low-lying mountains. Yeah. What? Low-lying mountains surrounding uh, a central plain with several navigable rivers extending inland. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, it's easy. Uh, okay, the Congo. The Congo. I said it wasn't in That's Africa. Your final answer. All right, see you later. There we go. Sorry. Moving right along. Lee, here we go. Clue number two. Winters are milder than expected for such a northerly area, although summers are cooler than those in continental Europe. Hmm. All right, so it's got to be a northern area. We're flowing in together. Um, I would, is it going to be uh, Greenland? Greenland, he says. That's your final answer. No, it's not Greenland, but you were closer than the last guy. Here we go to Ron. Clue number three, Ron. The Tudor conquest led to colonization by settlers from Britain. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, Portugal. Portugal, like oh, That's Portugal. Your final oh, sorry, it's not Portugal. Okay, here we go. One more to go. Here's Dan. All right, Dan, I'll give you two clues. All right. Yeah. All right. Clue number four. Clue number four. You got me or you got them? I don't. Yeah. No, Who you I got? got you. I'm sorry. Jim. Okay. Here we go. Clue number four. The island's culture shares many features with that of Great Britain, including the English language and sports such as association football, rugby, horse racing, and golf. Not to mention hurling. Hurling. Oh shoot. Um, hurling. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> Um, yeah, I'll give you another clue because you're, yeah, okay. hold on there. Don't get too excited. Uh-oh. Clue number five exports include Jameson whiskey and Guinness stout. Aaron oh. You know this. Ireland. Ireland, he says. That's your final answer? Yes. Yeah, baby. Yeah, there you go. Ireland. Yeah, good job. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah, hurling. You ever seen that? What yeah, that's a tough ass game. Mm. What do they do in it? How does it work? They have a ball, and they have a stick. It kind of looks like a, uh, like a, um, what do you call them? 
you know, paddle, a ping pong paddle. Uh, women played it a lot, and uh, men. No, it's not lacrosse. What's the other one down on the ground where they? Oh, um, yeah, field hockey. Field hockey. It's ah. like field hockey, but they run with this thing, mm-hmm. yeah. and they can swing at it and bat the ball. And they can run with it, I think, for a certain distance with the ball balanced up on this uh, stick. On the, and they play in the t- street, it, and it can go for on for miles and miles? No, it's not, not played on the street. It's played on the field. Game. A stick Damn ball it. or but something. But there's no, there's no, it's all, it, no. towns have their own teams. Oh. There's no, there's no pro teams. It is a, it's a rough sport. People are always getting banged up and hurt. Because they'll swing, and they'll pick up, you know, they'll. Damn you with it, yeah. Yeah, and take a swing at the ball and the. Hit somebody, break their jaw, break their aye, leg, aye. their knee. Go oh. watch it. It's uh, no thanks. Sounds too violent for me. That's what's so neat about it. You're too violent, Mo. Mm. No, I'm not. Very violent. No, I'm very calm person. All right, good job today. Let's get out of here. Good show. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thanks to the shot doctor and five minute professor Scott Maxwell. We're back tomorrow at three, right after uh, Shawnee's the news junkie with Sabrina and Celia, and they follow the monsters in the morning. Tom and Dan. Are next tonight. Eat dessert first. Grin like a dog. Wonder aimlessly. Pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye bye and take care.